Welcome to another episode of The Flank, man. I'm joined by Patrick Price, a.k.a. We got Chris Duarte, a.k.a. Parasite. And, of course, we got the one and only, the executive producer, Mr. Benjay Nassim. Uh, gentlemen, how are we feeling today, man? Everybody feeling all right? I got to fix Pat's head glitch, and I got fi <laughs> to fix Pat here. Um, I mean, but uh, damn, you got me low. I got yeah. you, Pat. You always got me off center, but it's all good because of the, the pun. Uh, it's, it's been a good day, Tom. Obviously, start off with the Bahrain Grand Prix. It's like Max Verstappen's going to go back to back to back on chips. Uh, watch Manchester United get absolutely beat down, Tom. I know you saw the score. Seven nothing, bro. Seven nothing. I mean, seven. Seven. You know how I, I saw. Seven, uh, I knew something was up because I went to Twitter and I saw Castro. You know, Castro's like the biggest. Uh, yeah, he's, he's the biggest bad. Man United fan. So he was down bad for sure, man. I felt bad for my mans. But yeah. seven, though. Yeah, I don't know, bro. How so, you doing? So is, uh, so is Wheel. Our, our, our boy Wheel was down bad, too. Oh, really? What's he, Man United fan or something? Yeah. <clears throat> it is what it is, ladies and gentlemen, man. United, they got smoked today. Chris, how you feeling, man? I see that you might be competing. Uh, yeah, so I wasn't really going to play Challengers. Reason being, I just couldn't find, like, a team. And the stream's been popping off. But then, like, a couple of my friends, like, there's been a lot of sketching going down in the Challenger scene right before the tournament. So uh -huh. a couple of my friends just, like, needed teams. And, um, you know, I have a decent amount of points. And I've been playing. So I ended up uh, playing with Vickle, who just got dropped off of one of his teams. And he's obviously the Mutineer sub. And we couldn't find any teammates. So we looked over the pond. And we got some of his Spanish brothers that couldn't... Uh, they couldn't make it to the tournament because of lack of funding and we got them over last minute so yeah it's like uh we got a little double double na double spanish team so yeah it's it's gonna be fun we're a pickup team we got nothing to lose but yeah far. I'm, I'm excited i mean I'm, I'm just i just like to play cod i like to you know talk about cod I'm just yeah. a cod enthusiast bro yeah i'm the same way bro we'll, we'll obviously be supporting you over here brother we'll be supporting you and, and wish you the best man we want to see you get that w you know what i mean uh and then yeah. of course we got the one and only Patrick Price, uh, a.k.a. Aches. What's going on, Pat? You doing all right? Doing great, Tom. Lakers won today, uh, battling for the playoff spot while LeBron is out. AD had a monster game, so I was it's always good. That. Glad to see they got that They've dog. looked better with Russell coming in, right? Like, when they, they, they made some trades, right? And they, they've looked yeah, better yeah, ever since. But sent Russ the fuck and, out of there. And D'Angelo yeah. Russell are injured right now, so. Oh, they're injured? AD's oh, okay. to put the team on his back. And LeBron's got a foot thing, right? Uh, yeah, Ben, your head is big as hell. Let me see if I can. Let me. I'm crop. Let me off center. Yeah, let me. Let me fix you. Let me fix your crop here, Ben. Ma, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fix you. I'm gonna fix you here. But honestly, bro, so we we were talking about this yesterday. Um, we we saw this 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 maps this match schedule. We're like, oh, it's gonna be a really good day of matches, and I think it think it delivered today. There's a lot of really interesting storylines. Yeah. Um, that we saw come to fruition today, and then we'll talk about the end. But probably again, I thought. Earlier this year, we had one of the best brackets of all time. This one might be up there, so we'll get to that at the end of the show if you want to dive in, Tom. Yeah, let's dive right in. Let's hop in uh, to some of the matches today, uh, and let's get it absolutely popping. Let's take a look at the first match of the day, folks. We got New York Subliners going up against the Seattle Surge, NBC Hardpoint, NBC S&D, LSELO Control, Hotel Hardpoint, LSELO Surge in the show. I'll let you guys kick it off. What do you guys think about the vetoes, man? I think that Seattle did a really good job here. They are they let Mercado Hardpoint get in the mix but not get picked mm. and got right Hydra out of there to play against New York. I really like that play from Seattle. Um and yeah, I just thought, you know, just to start things off, man, is where the Seattle roller coaster they talked about in the interview. We're on the upswing now for Seattle. Um looking solid as always in respawn, but the search looks but again, I don't know, man, with the team. Ben. I'm sick of it. 
They stole no your gimmick was, too. They started. No, they talked I, about I the interview. No one was talking about Seattle being a roller coaster team except me a whole ass year ago. <laughs> now it gets brought up. I'm, uh, just, I'm getting tired. You're just early, say. Pat. You're just early, you're just bro. So early. I know. I know. <laughs> Listen, I got an apology to make to Seattle. Um, I was not familiar with your game. I honestly <laughs> was pretty much cooking them the entire time, saying this team couldn't get better at search. Basically, said they didn't have an S and D bone in their body. Um, we'll see if they can keep up this consistency. Because as you say, Pat these guys are a roller coaster team but i think the big difference to split for these guys is their snd like before it was like if they did have a roller coaster stage it was off their respawns but they're winning search and destroys and when these teams when this team is winning search and destroys we're seeing their 3-0 potential you know come out to come out in full swing especially against this team so honestly i'm pretty impressed um, i'm kind of happy for him i like a lot of the people on the team i think we've seen max step up i think lamar has had kicked up a little bit but i think max consistency has been a lot better for this team and that's kind of i think what's been elevating them outside of the search play yeah, as Lamar, well lamar's kicked up a lot of it i feel like I feel like Lamar's been been the doing last, his thing. Last two, last the last two couple matches, matches yeah. he's been frying. He's been he's been I, doing his thing for sure. I think Mac was the I think Mac is the main catalyst because I think he's always been their X factor. I think you always knew what you were going to get out of Lamar regardless if he like played well or not. But Mac was always that person that was kind of quiet the for their team when you yeah you never really expected him to play uh, or you never expected him to be like you know bad. But yeah, he was, right, he's, right. he's been stepping up, man. Yeah, I I kind of want to go into the second rotation because there was a few things that I saw. Uh, that was a little confused about one of them being uh, at the end of this P3 some weird spawns coming in from Seattle We took a look at it during the watch party We think it might have been the guy Xbox, but take a look at these spawns here So New York gets an early rotation over towards that second P4 hard point, but look at where Seattle spawn Boom, they spawn right in the back. I think another one even spawns there. Let me keep playing I think there's a third that spawns there as well. Yeah, there's another one boom uh, is this guy is this guy number four blocking the gas spawn yes. by being pushed up Xbox right there? Yeah, yeah, because on the other end, a lot of people when they get the when they get the opposing team that's trying to attack that P3. Yeah. On the in the spawn trap, a guy will go Xbox or like front P1 and he'll he'll cut them right. Uh -huh. So it's uh, it's the same thing. He's blocking the spawn. There's only two places from the spawn. It's either right next to number two, but number two is obviously there, or in the back. So yeah, I mean it's it's little a common spawn. It's a little fugaze. Little it, it sucks it's, that it works that way. It's, what I don't get. Is but it's how that's that, how it works how that spawn gets blocked but the back spawn is not blocked like if you looked at like average distance to everyone on the subliners that back spawn is closer to them than where number four right. was in the gas spawn so, i mean like, e either way though if, pat even if you can put logic to it it's still a bad spot yeah, either way oh, really though right. pat there's no other place for them to spawn like they're they're gonna they have to they would, they would spawn they end up breaking this they end up getting the, the rest of this time spawn gas like yeah they would still spawn they would they would have to spawn behind somebody like regardless how? look how look because they're covering every corner of the map if, if, if you back it up tom how is them spawning bottom left of the mini map not the better spawn yeah, pat, i could try and make pat louder i put pat to pat I put you to 200 on discord you're the the only one that's low for me because everybody else is pretty loud i don't know why uh maybe you could turn up is your levels better? on uh, on your side yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. Is that better? Uh, i mean you sound good well, to I mean, me you're saying you're a little quiet i, mean, I, mean, uh, I kind of agree with what pat's saying i mean it obviously sucks and the gas spawn would be probably like the fair like we were talking about like what would be a fair spawn situation would be gas i, I feel you chris because they would spawn against behind mm -hmm. the guys xbox yeah. and kill them and, but instead they get kind of a free pinch on the hill, which I I don't know, man. The log yeah. spawn logic in this bottom, game is bottom odd. Bottom left I think, map is still the yeah. best. Uh, what what you you the, the thing the thing that the reason the reason why it works in this in this way, and I I don't think I don't think it should work this way. I don't think hill control or lack of control, like you said, Pat, before yesterday, should influence spawns whatsoever. I don't think yeah, if it, yeah, I don't think it, it should, but that's what it but that's what it does. If you if you have hill control, um, you're you're like 
like more likely to spawn people at the new hill that's how it's been in this entire game so um it sucks i like i said i don't agree with the system at all times but that's just how it is it's and then a, a big highlight play i mean seattle from those spawns they get a really good p3 and then they're able to chain it and get some time on a p4 so they built themselves a little bit of a lead and then mac just goes crazy on the rotation they had this guy mac pinned in a corner you can see all those yellow arrows swarming him and he somehow comes out of this with, with like two or three kills, man. Finds one on a kismet. Lamar gets his back. Dante with a trophy kill. And it's a clean wipe. I believe uh, Hydra comes right back with a piece of his own. But Seattle were able to run this up and, and get some time towards the end of this game. Uh, and honestly, they stayed pretty disciplined. After they after that spawn, after those uh, that P3, P4 chain, they stayed ahead of rotation uh, going into that third P2. Uh, and they just made sure that they locked this hard point down. It was a good setup, too. They, they locked those back spawns. You always want somebody on that back truck. Uh, and then you just kind of want to hold PD so nobody can pinch around and, and try and come in from behind. And as long as you hold those back spawns, it should be a pretty easy hold. Me, personally, after you get a first wave of kills, I think they should push out gas um, yeah. and just kind of push it out. And that's pretty much what they do. They get the kills. AG starts going wild. Uh, and Seattle Surge, a really good hold here on the P2. They end up closing this one out. Uh, I mean, take a look at the final scoreboard. These guys were slaying out, man. 31 and 29 from Mac, 28 and 26 from Lamar. Uh, only when negative was Dante, but still pulling his weight, still putting that damage on. He actually had the most damage, and he was negative. Uh, and then AG, 28 and 26. Uh, they were doing good. Good good slaying power out of Seattle. Any any thoughts on the on uh, the map one, folks? Like I said yesterday, I'm just glad Lamar put away the the plant pot AR. Uh, I think he's uh spe he's he's been able to get a lot more kills using a little bit of a looser class, which I think is kind of meta now. A lot of people are using the the quicker AR setup, and mm -hmm. I think it's helping him because yeah, he definitely need to pick up the pace for this team to uh, succeed. Well, why yeah. did he stay on that one so long? If everyone else switched, I think it's just a comfortability factor. Um, he kind of just never swapped off it and probably was just, uh, just kept he was just, he, yeah, he was just used to it and he was just probably, he didn't think it was, uh, the gun, but I think he's finally converted, which is good yeah. to see. There's still some people that use the plant pot AR on quote, like doesn't Scrappy still use that slow AR class a lot? Yeah, but I think that, I think that's, I, I think it's more of like a play style type of thing. Um, and also like scrappy i, I want to say scrappy's probably a little bit more of a mechanically skilled player than lamar if i'm being honest so like he can probably afford to use like a slower class and still let his like mechanics shine while as lamar um if he's good like he's traditionally a slower player so if he's gonna he's got to make up for it somewhere and sometimes well, that's with like his class out of 12 rotations on that map so yeah yeah lamar being he, a plant pot but yeah he's playing he's playing better though individually he's winning a lot more fights so good for him Let's hop into the next one. We got an embassy search right in the, the starting round, the first round. A uh, little bit of controversy here. Kismet in a G8 spot. Uh, he's laying down, uh, and that's definitely a lay down stair glitch, right? Like what he's doing. That looks pretty, That at least that's what yes. I thought a stair glitch was. Yeah, he, uh, he apologized after this series, uh, by the way. Like he acknowledged, I think he was in a uh, frowned upon spot. So obviously they didn't end up winning the map. But I, did he I add his fleet? I tip kids at least that he like he didn't try to like fight on Twitter like after. Well, didn't do no, he didn't get anything from the spot, but yeah, that, like that like he was he said he was tweaking, so I, I respect that acknowledgement from him, you know. Yeah, me too. I respect that as well. Sometimes in the heat of the moment, maybe he wasn't thinking about what he was doing, but nothing really came from it. I just know there's a lot of drama on the TL with that. I saw I saw uh, Scrappy tweeting about it. I saw Slasher tweeting about it. Um, but speaking of Kismet, first round, little one v two from him. Like the shots here with the scar, 1v1, and it's a 1v1 between uh, him and Lamar. I think Lamar just tried to dip here. I, I feel like Lamar should have just chowed this, uh, but he tries to run, and Kismet just hits really nice shots onto him. So really good plays 
uh, coming out of the Bulldog in that one. Uh, next two rounds were super quick from Seattle. They just pretty much run at them, and they, they went a couple couple uh, rounds pretty quickly. I like the aggression that Seattle's been bringing to Search and Destroy. It's something that we weren't seeing when they were getting smoked. Um, so it's good to see them actually making plays and, and, and getting aggressive on a bomb. Uh, this round, I think this might have been a mistake for Mac. He played great today, but got to point this out. It's a 2v2 situation. There's only 15 seconds left on the clock. He sees the guy pushing bomb. I just feel like they shouldn't let this bomb go down. I, I feel like they should do a better job, maybe even challenge this. Uh, like, I, I would have let Percy would have liked to see Mac, like, maybe jump off AC, try and get this guy off the bomb. But what do you guys think? You think he made a mistake here, backing up and popping Deddy, or do you think he should have shut him off the bomb there? Uh, I think he should have definitely shot him off the bomb. But at the same time, there's probably miscommunication. I yeah. think number five spotted the player underneath them, and they probably, like, miscommed. Like, oh, he's in the back alley mid, like, something like that. And, like, Mac actually, like, hesitated. And he could have had a free kill either or if he looked at the bomb carrier mm. or if he looked at the guy that his player called out. So I think it's more so just miscom from his team that kind of, like, lost him that round. <clears throat> yeah, and you can see Kismet. He just kind of bulls it up top, and uh, he's able to get the kills. Um, and then as we go into the next round, AG really started to kick up. Loved the routes that he was taking. He was taking some risk on a map. Uh, you can see him on that mini-map, number eight. I'm not sure if he popped Dead Silence here. So, yeah, he pops the Dead Silence. He doesn't make any moves uh, until like, later in the round. We'll skim through a little bit. Uh, but he just pounces. Finds one on the skies. Jumps the corner. Finds another one. Loved the solo plays from him. He instantly makes it a 4v2. They bounce back. Made it a 3v2. Uh, but I'm pretty sure AG might even uh, might even keep this one going. Dante gets a snipe, which ended up being a no-scope, by the way. Uh, check this out. Dante snakes the heady and no-scopes Paco. Uh, 3v1. I think they show a little highlight here, too. I think they show a replay uh, at the end of this one for those of you who didn't see the match. But check this out. Dante, top AC, no scope to Paco. I think Paco even lapped that one off. Not really much you could do about that one. Uh, and then we go into the next round, and again, it's Pred. I mean, he is not scared to make a play, and he does it again. He pushes right through B and goes all the way through back alley. He finds one onto Kismet. He hears P-Dog climb out the ladder, jumps out, finds a second one. I mean, this guy's all over the map, man. When AG's doing stuff like this, uh, it's hard to stop the Seattle team. So just love the individual plays coming in from Pred. Uh, and then we get to the last and final round, which ended up being a Ninja Defuse. Uh, I love the setup from Seattle. I love what they did here. Pred, he's going to find a first blood. He gets traded out. Bomb goes down 2v2 situation. But Seattle, like, screw it. Hop the bomb. Dante, watch the top window. And, and they end up getting this Ninja Defuse off. I know Skies goes to check at the last second. He gets sniped by Dante. But then Kismet, he's nowhere to be found. He's still in the middle of the map. I like uh, I like the retake there from Seattle. Good plays. Yeah, but I, I, I think New York, like, especially... Um, in light situations, really struggle to watch the full pinch. It, it, it landed Preston, and I, I don't know if you talk about in the beginning of the round. I, it, it, a lot of rounds when they had bombed down. Oh yeah, even just, even just, here, Lamar just, Lamar just hits it again. Kills. Yeah, like I don't know if it's a miscommunication between Kiz and Preston. I guess P Dog's kind of looking for it, but right. it gets bad timing. But yeah, it kind of breaks the setup. And I think Tom in general with Seattle on this map, they just looked really confident in the past. We've seen them play this map a little bit sketchy, a little bit do nothing plays, bad communication issues. This is the cleanest embassy I think I've seen them play all year. Uh, unleashing Pride with uh, six first bloods. Like, that's insane. Uh, they look like a different beast on this map and a good sign of things to come maybe for the major. Yeah, it was a great map from Pred. 11 and 5, 8 and 4 from Lamar, 7 and 2 from, from Don. I mean, the, the boys from Seattle were really letting it fly. New York looked like they, they fell flat a little bit today. Uh, we'll get into the third map, uh, third map, but... Uh, it was actually all defensive wins in the control. It was, uh, it, we'll skim through it. We'll see if we can find anything. I didn't really have much in this map. It just seemed like both teams were, were locking down their Ds, and, and they were pretty comfortable. Um, the ticks got a little weird. We, I don't know if the ticks were tied or if it went to kills. 
Um, but any final thoughts on the series, guys? As we as we skim through the uh, skim through the control, it was a three zero from Seattle, so they take care of business in this one. I mean, York's I think, on a, go ahead, go ahead. I, was gonna say, I think this is just uh, signs of uh, a good Seattle resurgence here, at least in this stage. Their their S&Ds just look good. I was uh, harping on their map pool a little bit, you know, being like, oh, yeah, if they don't get hotel, they're probably not going to want to search. But they've been proving me wrong left and right. So good for them. man. I mean, they're just looking a lot more confident. If they can keep up this form going to the major like these guys can actually make a run, especially when you look at their bracket, which I'm sure we're going to talk about later in the show. Yeah, mm -hmm. Pat, I know he's the weirdest right, form in his qualifier, Tom. Yeah, it beat Rocker in a Nesla, uh, in a Neslo last map and then they 3-0 florida got 0-3 by toronto ultra 3-0 opting got 0-3 by seattle so it's a weird couple of weeks for new york where they just showing up one day and playing well and then the next day not so much i think this team is still going to be a absolute weekend contender at force of land but um it's kind of stuck in this weird blender right now last couple weeks i don't know what to think about that um you're talking about who's stuck in a blender but New York's just like showing up one day. And yeah, looking just like you did that look and not looking like themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. don't really know. I think it, I think it goes hand in hand a little bit though with with also Seattle just playing well today. They look good today. You know, I, I yeah. definitely think New York is gonna have those days. Like it's it's hard to stay consistently just like on point. Um, but they have looked a little rough the last couple series, Ben. I will agree with you there. Um, but when you watch New York play, they still play at a high pace. They still. They still have that talent. Like, you can see it. You know what I mean? It just might have been, like, a couple couple rough series for them. But I actually want to get Pat's opinions. Pat, I know you, you've had some strong opinions about this Seattle roster. And I would love to hear from you just to see where your head's at. You, you still have any uh, – you still have no faith in Seattle? Or do you think that maybe there's a little hope here for them? Uh, I mean, I have faith in them at, at going into Major 3, Tom, to get a, a decent placing. But, again, I think it's one of those things where, like, go right back home major four starts and it's back to the same thing like have you guys know that uh that that like video i think i think it was like a viral tiktok video of like uh that dude on a roller coaster just staring back at the camera just absolutely yeah, not like not yeah, yeah like, like not making any like, faces yeah i seen that bro, i feel funny. like that's <laughs> just the seattle surge fans bro like they're just riding the roller coaster and they don't know what to expect and it's just like one event the team is is elite and the next they're just dog shit so it's like it's such a weird dynamic with the seattle roster um but but yeah i mean i i think they'll probably do solid here at major major three yeah we can talk about the last map a little bit i just liked how seattle held on their defense because they actually lost the b point like pretty early yeah. uh but i liked how they kept stacking field side like if you get somebody top radio and somebody to help them out just so he can't get traded out uh, and then you just have kind of your SMG players roaming through mid and making plays like this that Pred was doing. I, I think they locked this down pretty well. They had to lock this down for like a minute and a half, two minutes. So really good plays from Seattle to just work the kills. You can even see that the, the life count was was slowly falling um, for the New York subliners. Lamar even hits a nice little Kobe here. Boom. Right onto Skies' head. So good plays from <laughs> Seattle. Uh, they get the 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 3-0 sweep, and uh, we got to talk about it, man. The final scoreboard, AG, 40 and 28 from ag i mean that is absurd bro that is insane it's absurd on the celo bro yeah we gotta show some love uh for mr ag because on el celo control with a submachine gun i mean bro that is typical for sure um great plays any final thoughts gentlemen no no i just think uh new york i think new york this split they've been struggling to find their their map pool i see i feel like i've seen them play a different map set like every series um on top of that their snd was uh kind of looking lackluster coming in so but um, they, they haven't looked terrible but i mean uh, we'll, we'll see how they play at the tournament their search has been i mean outside of all of this their search has actually been pretty good i'm talking about stage. before going into the oh, stage oh 100 I, yeah, I would I say 
weirdly now right now their search got better but outside of they're in a weird spot, Ben. I feel uh, like their like map pool is different, bro. Like their map pool, every series is like, it has so many, it has so many, it has so much variance that like, I don't know if these guys like have like found their footing, like they're struggling to find their footing in their maps. So I mean, the, I the Fred and Mac in fantasy, baby, like this is looking great. It's, <laughs> it's, it's weird because they like, in Hardpoint, like they, they've lost two hotels and one of them was to Rock and one of them was to Toronto, like and Toronto's best map. So like and that and that was one of their best yeah. maps so like before. Yeah. So like that's what I'm saying. Like they're just they're struggling to find their map pool right now at this point. But I think we're just getting to the point in the season, Ben, where like when you're playing against teams that are good, like it's not going to be like a walk in the park for every yeah, it's gonna be situational for sure yeah it's gonna be situational yeah for sure well let's hop over to the next one we had a great series here today we had atlanta phase going up against optic texas uh we start things off at a hotel hardpoint lslo snd hotel control mercado hardpoint mercado search and destroy before we get into the maps guys you got the floor anything with the vetoes no, nah, they're straight pretty straightforward yeah i thought they were pretty straightforward as well for the series uh we have t two teams like this um, I don't think it's uh, anything too crazy. I mean, to start things off, I thought Optic looked great today. I thought the one thing we've been complaining about, the, the mistakes that they've been doing, I thought today they, they cleaned it up a lot. I thought they looked a lot better. They, they definitely seemed more disciplined on their rotations. There were still a few mistakes here or there, but hey, man, people are going to make mistakes. Every team makes mistakes. Um, but as long as they're not making five, you know, brainless mistakes a, a map, they should be good. You know what I mean? They just got to kind of whittle those mistakes down. They actually came, uh, started off this first map massive. They go, uh, they go up uh, uh, about 30, 40, but they, it was just P3 hardpoint that they were able to break in there. I think FaZe need to play a little bit faster here, man. I mean, they're on rotation. They have the numbers. They know they have the numbers. I mean, especially even with number five hitting old. You know he sees uh, two or three of them at all. I just think FaZe needs to get more aggressive on Ghosty here on this hard point. They kind of slow played a little bit. I know BZ gets stunned, but as soon as his stun goes out, Tyler should jump in there. Slasher, all of these guys. I feel like they should all get in there and just get clear these guys at a point. I mean, what do you guys think? You think FaZe played a little yeah, slow right in, there? In general, they were way too slow today in hard point. I think yeah, I mean, when we get, to, when we get to the Mercado, they were also too slow, but go ahead, Chris. I think their hard point in general has just been struggling. Like, I feel like these guys aren't reading situations correctly. Um, and they're also not getting, like, the performance out of some of their superstars, as you would think. But also on the optic end, um, I think these guys just, like, they need to respect their opponents, bro. Like, and I feel like when they play against FaZe, they have a high-level respect for them as competitors that they're going to play a little bit, like, more safe. Um, I noticed a lot, on, especially on, like, the Mercado, which we'll talk about later, where they were just, like, like literally just waiting for people instead of just flying out and just ego challenging everything and right. i feel like that's the reason why they were able to beat face like they they just res they, they respect these guys they understand that they they can't give them an inch or they'll take a mile so uh. um you know good plays out of optics that, so, that's uh, happened in the, in the past with, with top teams where you know when they when they play up when they play a team that's really good you know what i mean um, what the heck is what is Damon Doug making Jimbo monitor cam? LOL. I just got a poke from Damon Barlow. Got Damon yeah. Barlow karma poking yeah. me mid flank telling me that Doug's making people monitor cam. <laughs> uh, shout out to Damon. Opposite, I think the opposite is true for FaZe though as well, Haggy. Like, um, basically in my opinion at least i think phase didn't play optic with that much respect at least from what i saw and i think you know from from a phase squad like they're kind of going into it they know where they're at in winter bracket not too worried 
And also, and we've heard Austin, Austin's been on the flank and talked about this numerous times, like the sound EQ cheese is real right now in the online matches. And like, we're going in a week now, we'll be on land and like these teams can't sound whore as much. And so I think that's a big thing in Hardpoint, especially online. Like you see teams that do sound whore a lot more and phase is kind of like getting to the point where they're tired of and they know it's just not going to be a thing on land. And, and they capitalize when it's not, right? Because you can truly outplay your opponent and don't have mm. to worry about getting sound whore. Yeah, Ben, I'm going to let you take this one, Ben. I'm going to let you take this one, Ben. I agree this one, and disagree bro. with some of the shit you say. Okay, so I disagree with sound, all of that. The, the sound EQ thing, I think you're, you're, you know, that's, that's I think, an obvious one. I do think, I actually so think you FaZe... Agree. You agree with the sound EQ uh, thing? Yeah, but but here's the part I don't okay. agree with. I think FaZe actually have too much respect for, for Optic. I think they play too slow. I think they have a mental block into yeah. Optic now. Uh, and and it's the, one, it's the one team that they're, they struggle to beat. And I think they I agree with that. things. You know, we're talking about the hard point and just how slow and how not reactive that they play against a team where I think they need to keep playing their aggressive system. And so, you know, uh, I this is a team that they've struggled on land, they struggled online against. And I agree with you, you know, phase are kind of chilling. You know, death taxes and phase going three chilling. and two in online qualifiers seems to happen every stage, but. You know, I do think there's some warning signs here. In general, the hard point just. I think the record is a little strong. worrying, though. The match, the, the yeah. head, the head yeah. record's a little. It's seven to one in favor of Optic. Um, so yeah, I, that goes back to like uh, two years ago, though. No, does it? I, well, I don't know. Say, I don't even know when that record. Go ahead, Chris. Bro, I, 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 wanna, I don't, I I don't say care, bro. The, if you're if you're one in seven against someone, like like that, that's there's a it's not close to 500 man I don't but, know but also you. but also i i do want to say that to a degree i, I want i want to agree with some of the things you're saying but at the same time some of that shit is actually straight copium bro like we've seen phase this entire split and even just the history of this team struggle in respawns period their control has been kind of like 50 50 i think it's 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 i think it's better than 50 50 but They're at the same time 11 right now yeah i I, th I think at the same time like dude their their hard point has just been fucking like terrible they've lost they've been losing hard points to teams that they are much better than them in the grand scheme of things so in terms of that like bro them losing hard points to optic is not surprising optic at the same time hasn't looked like the best this stage but like i've talked to these guys a lot and they say like in their practice at least they they like barely are losing hard points and stuff like that so like I don't know. They haven't been able to transition it to matches, but like at the same time, like we're talking about like with optic and phase, like they just give this team a lot more respect and what, they're playing you, a lot more. What do you mean they haven't been able to transition it to matches? They they just won the event. No, know? I'm talking about optic. Yeah, they, they, about they, optic. they didn't win the event. Has, winning, like, optic hasn't been able to. Yeah. No, optic yeah. has been able to. Like I think this series is not a surprise to me that that optic was able to beat them. Um, that's obviously with the winning record, but I think some of the stuff you guys are saying is like copium with the sound stuff. Like, bro, phase sound horse just like everybody else. They might not all use the sound EQ and stuff like that, but like if you watch them play, there's times where obviously these guys are picking up on well, sound. That's just Modern Warfare 2, though. That's just exactly that's just game. yeah. But I'm so saying, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's code, bro. It, and, I don't and, think phase and, is. and also the thing about them chilling in winners bracket and stuff like that, dude. That is cope. If they have the, if they beat this team. They literally put them in a loser's bracket, and them knowing this is a team that can contest I, them at a I, I tournament. Think you're missing the point, though. That, that's the point, though. I think FaZe is okay with them. Think about it. If Optic's in loser bracket, there's a chance they go home right away, and then the viewership's going to drastically drop off at the event. FaZe is coming into this knowing they're probably going to dominate Major 3, get to another grand final. And for them, I mean, why not want to have maximum viewership while they do so? So for me, I don't I don't know, Chris. I don't see the downside of letting letting Optic in, a team you don't fear at all, <laughs> be in the winner bracket because then it's just going to maximize viewership for the dominant run that they're going to have. I think I think if I were FaZe, I would want to beat these guys, period. Uh, 100%. Let's, let's go to the listening. Let's, 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 let's go to the 
Listen, 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 listen. I'm taking the floor. Optic Texas, we're turning and listening. Let's tune in and see how the boys are sounding. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. So that's going to do it for the listening for Optic Texas. Now, I, I want to start things off because we were talking about it a little bit during uh, uh, the watch party. I had made a comment about it. I like the energy. I love the hype. I, I think it's always good when you get some energy and get some hype in the comms. But do you ever think that it's too much to be overhyped? Do you think that can lead to mistakes? Do you guys believe in that? Yeah, you get the you get the sprints. 100%. The sprints, right? The, the sprints. Same time, dude, we were listening to their, uh, their one of their listenings. I think it was their first listening versus like Gorillas when they first played, and uh, they sounded absurdly hectic. You know, how I remember us like harping on that. Like, yeah. I think this is a I think this is a little bit toned down. They're getting hyped, but they're not like flooding comms. Also, that like uh, the nice hilarious. The, 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 Kyler, bro, did it not remind <laughs> you of the "Let's Go Matthias"? You yeah, sexy yeah, man, yeah, you yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it kind of wow, sounded that, like it from the background. Popium out of you. Wait, it did wow. sound like no, that. It sounded it like did. that a little bit. It sounded it like that a little bit. Me. No, it, hey, whenever I, I he did, did that, it reminded me of it. It reminded me of it for you guys because you got you brought up the like seven and two record or whatever, and I hate those cherry pick stats. So I did some deeper research. Right. Since the CDL phase is actually basically even. They're seven and six all time. Oh, well, against, against 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 optic against huntsman yeah, yeah, yeah. wait so so what version of optic though uh do like, you, you counting just huntsman optic text, yeah, non, like fake optic yeah ogla yeah but i mean a lot, a lot of those no, no, they're a, even like since the cdl they're even they beat them but, but it's, beat them it's more nuanced than and that, they though. just lost in vanguard like think about it like they, they yeah but they've also vanguard. lost they've also okay so they've also lost in this game as well i'm just saying there's more nuance to it of yeah the first two years of cdl they had they had their number different version of the team but in recent memory with the yeah, squad, so we're, they've we're, had difficulties like, against Optic. Like in common CDL or co common Call of Duty way, we just apply recency bias. So it's still not, it's still a cherry right, It's like 18 stat. months of fucking data talking it's about recency bias. It's still a cherry bias. pick stat. Like, nah, move on, you're looking at all time since the CDL. Since past, past coping, past coping wait, 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 so fucking wait, wait, hard. Why are we, why are, I, I hate this argument. It's like, oh, let's just, let's just pick a date that makes sense for our narrative. When we look at since the CDL started, since this phase team formed, they're basically Basically even they're almost 50 50 so like I, I dude like one of the things that pissed me off the most is those like espn cherry pick stats and that's just what reminds me it's like oh in the last year and a half they're seven and one dominance and it's like what well let's go uh let's go on board with uh with the end of this game i thought there was actually uh, a little mistake here from atlanta phase i want to get your opinions on it number seven abizi i think he might over a little bit here in the rotation uh he gets a kill here i would have liked to see him maybe just keep kitchen pushed out like just kind of hold that he ends up trying to pinch it out, and he pinches through Catwalk, and then he ends up getting picked. So he tries to pinch through Cat. 
He goes down. Now number eight, you can see him. He starts looking at Kitchen. He starts tweaking. He has to give up the hill. It, everything just starts collapsing around him. I think Abe might have went a little bit too rogue there. What do you guys think? Yeah, if he, if he holds Kitchen and, and they stole this out and they get a three or four dead, they flip the spawns and suddenly this lead, like 50 points could be not that much and then you have the spawn. So yeah, no, I thought it was not a good play. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I, I thought maybe Abe just went rogue. Because then FaZe ended up doing, the, and, and then right on the on the flip side, um, Optic with, with 14, 15 seconds left, they only need 10 points to win. I just feel like Optic, you stay disciplined, rotate, like hold the back, and just like get the dub. But they end up two pushing old with like 15 seconds left. Abizi finds two, and then they hit Kitchen so fast that Optic spawns out. Now, granted, Optic still won the map, but it is something to note. You can know, we, it's something I saw. Can we go back saw. to like before, like where they're in rugs and they die? Like, I want to know, like, I want to know, like, their routes off spawn and like when they took them. Like, right. go, yeah, go back a little bit more. So they go so here, 25 seconds. One guy spawns mid. It was uh, Hook who spawns mid map. And I don't even mind if somebody like wants to hit this. They get in there, so I think maybe that maybe because Hook got a two piece, they overextended a little bit. Um, mm. maybe maybe because Hook got the two piece, they they thought that they that's can. That's so unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, um, look at the look at the. I think that's just more of a good route of out of a BZ. Like it that, is a good route. If, if it's a, a really good play BZ, for me. Look, go, if you go back and look look at a BZ's route, because I don't know if any people paid attention to it. That is a good like, route. In 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 most scenarios, like they would have probably caught like a normal player hitting like this connector and killed them. Instead, a BZ literally hits through couches. He catches some really good timing and like reflanks them when number four is like picking it's it up. Like, that's just that's like the smallest gap. Like, yeah, they could have played it, but at the same time with Hook getting those kills, like yeah. A BZ just caught like the best timing possible for that to like happen. I agree. So, that's, I mean, that's a good point. That is a really good, uh, really good route there, Chris. It's from, a, it's a un BZ. it's unfortunate. Like the safer play would be to do it, but due to Hook's play, like who, if you think about it, Hook made a really good route, got a good timing. A BZ just took this, like took another timing and 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 flipped it for their favor. Yep. So and then yeah, and then Faze get the back spawns. They're able to tie it up. They take like a three or four point lead here, and then I don't, dude, I don't even know how to break down this. I mean, this was just like. Unbelievable. This was just people were spawning everywhere. Everybody was hitting hill from different angles. Streaks were coming down. Trades were coming in. Uh, this was just an absolute. Dude, did you mix did you see that stat about streaks? Like only seventeen yeah, percent of streaks yeah, has gotten I did. a kill. That's, That's unbelievable, bro. That is I mean, crazy. We were talking about it and then Doug and them in. Yeah, I mean it's it it, it the analytical change. We saw it play out. I think in the Thief series. Your point, like I I think knowing that stat and when to pull it out. Oh, by the way, this hills, this, this, this hills, this hill spawns, this hill spawns are so garbage. You guys didn't really catch it. Um, but there was like a point where I think somebody, if you go back, like somebody is like in kitchen, I think, or like back kitchen calling in a streak. They're spawning restaurant. Like one of them spawns archway. Like they're just spawning everywhere. And it's, it's, this hill is terrible. That terrible, bro. I mean, spills, remember the last spills on certain hills are really fucking bad, Pat. And like, although I do say that there are times where they're readable, I'm not going to sit here and agree with the system and be like this is the ideal scenario pat there's nothing wrong but at the same time on some of these hills there's a way well, to i mean bro obviously we, we, we're talking about with this hill chris like the we've talked about it before the fucking fugue's kitchen spawn <laughs> dude you're everybody your team spawns on one side and one guy yeah. spawns the fucking kitchen that hill that hill like, it's like you, so much you can read it but like it doesn't it shouldn't it shouldn't happen though yeah good uh good map from big brucey 32 and uh 26 he really showed out um, he had the most damage as well, 32 and 30 from Shotzi, so really good maps uh, out of them. On the other side, Abe had a really good map, 41 and 28. He was popping off for sure, uh, but it just wasn't enough. Phase, they lose by three points.
what a way to start off the series. Uh, any final thoughts on the map one, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Ghosty, Ghosty's been getting a lot of flack gentlemen. because he hasn't. Ghosty has been, get, been getting a lot of flack because he's not putting up superstar performances. But when they brought up this guy on the team, like I was even like asked about it, like they didn't want somebody that wasn't gonna like that was gonna go nuts. Like they already have the slayers they want. They just want somebody that's gonna do the dirty work and not be a detriment. Like and like as you like even though. Uh, Ghosty has been playing necessarily the best statistically. Like he's always like playing for the win, and he's yeah. always tagging up people. Like he's That's never, he's never to say he's, when they win. Like, yeah, yeah they but obviously he has a point seven. It's like he's, but, he's but, but also, but, fives, though, but also that, that, but also that that's like back to back. That's, that's, but also, that's what he's been doing. I think the main person that has had to step up is like, it has to be Dashy. Dashy last seat, last split was playing really well individually. He was breaking records and stuff like that. You know what you're going to get out of, out of Dashy, and he hasn't been delivering um, yep. for the entirety of the stage. Like, I think Great. if Dashy gets up to like his superstar potential, not saying that he needs to be a record breaker at all times, but Dashy needs to play like himself. Um, them having Ghosty in the way that he's been playing, he should in fact enable that out of those players like they just have to i guess get used to it mm. i don't know yeah then we get into the yellow silo snd and and phases snd just continues to shine bro they are so good uh at this game mode they end up hitting a, a yeah it's 12 right 12 in a row now um yeah. great plays from them i mean uh phase do a really good job on this map just banging out a uh, i thought this was a great play from optic in the second round they wrap the map uh after putting some pressure on a they kind of break uh phases ankles a little bit they get the bomb down, and it's Ghosty who actually plays on an island. I, I like that they get the bomb down B, and Ghosty plays a corner A side because uh, he could just catch stragglers. We've seen a lot of people do this where they just kind of play on an island with a scar, and they kind of just work the map and work picks. Uh, and I thought Ghosty did a great job here. Pops the daddy, finds one, finds another one onto Austin. There's two, uh, and then I think he gets the last one as well. Last guy goes top window. Uh, it's a good play uh, out of the Rook, uh, Ghosty. And then we go into the next offense again, Phase. They're bread and butters, man. They are so good. Uh, at just getting on that A-bomb site and just working picks. I think it was Slasher who was able to find the first blood mid-map. Uh, and they just hit that bomb site out. Simp, Slasher, everybody's getting kills. It's a quick round. Ghosty was left by himself uh, pretty early in his third round. So, phase, they end up going up to one Ghosty, he makes it a 1v1, but there was no time on the clock. So, he ends up going down. Great plays coming out of them. Uh, next round, this is where Optic, they like to slow play a little bit. They slow play some picks here. Uh, they play really patient on their offense. I, I like that they slowed it down and uh, it didn't just run at them. Uh, you know, they broke the map down. They tried to adapt a little bit to, to FaZe's aggression. And uh, they end up uh, getting Shotzi to push up mid-map uh, and, and get a nice first blood there. Hook working with him as well. And then, uh, you know, MC, he gets singled out B-side. He goes down. Optic, they win another round. And then this is where things uh, start going haywire for Optic. This is where FaZe start to take over. Uh, we got to tune into the plays that Simp made in this round because he just goes absolutely massive so you can see on that on that mini map it's a 2v2 situation simp is on that bomb by himself he's able to find one i think he relocates here he plays through bottom checkers and ends up going uh up top here i think he goes up the stairs or climbs to the window or something shotzi gets one simp gets one on the other side and then it's a 1v1 across the way vaznev versus scar simp fantastic shots wow, yeah, it might be. Um, good shots though from uh, from Simp there. Yeah, he just gunned him. 
It was, it was I'm, just like the, oh, yeah, anytime a Vaslev kills a scar and like yeah, a, Chris likes to bust my balls. Range, he likes so to bust like my balls. balls, balls. He does, Literally, he does. it was really uh, good but, shots from Simp there. But Tom, the one thing I would like to say, at least, uh, Faye's obviously really good at surgeon and straw on this map. It's yeah. been like their bread and butter recently. But Optic has been able to Optic was able to make that competitive, and I think a lot of the reason why is like they weren't playing like super standard. I feel like the reason why Faze is so good at this at search and destroy is they're very good at reading like all the standard shits. Like oh the teams oh the teams got to pick an A. They're obviously gonna work the bomb. Like they're gonna play these like standard spots. I feel mm -hmm. like Optic was playing pretty unorthodox in a lot of their rounds, and they were able to like catch some like weird timings on like the Faze players. Yeah, and they were making they were making this map pretty competitive. I, I thought they were actually like at one point like gonna take it, and then Faze kind of just took off with it in like the final couple rounds. Yeah, I mean this I is mean, a really I'll, big I'll, round here. Go ahead, Ben. I was gonna say the other thing too on this map before we get to this round. Yep. Especially when I watch face plays map, bro. They are they they lay the rock. Like they do not mess around. Yeah. They've got strats to figure out people in the bomb side. And if it's free, they lay that bomb. Like they don't waste time. See a lot yep. of teams play kind of nervous, wait for dead silence, make plays. Like they are they're confident in their ability to get the bomb down and execute and then win those post plans. They play I mean, honestly, they play different than any other team in this mode. And I think that kind of attributes to the fact that they're so good at it. That's and back to your point, Chris, like that's the one thing. I mean, because they're so dominant S and D, like that's the reason I'm just not worried about this phase team losing respawns because I feel like they put it together on land every time. Like I, I think most teams arguably probably have like a 50-50 win percentage in hard point on land anyway. Like just yeah. how, it, how it works on land so it's like the fact that they're still able to dominate snds is yeah i mean i still every team not just you know particular i, teams, I still i team. still think phase is obviously the favor of the tournament them losing optic is not like oh wow all of a sudden like optics to favor the tournament no, i know you were um, bringing up their, like their online matches though and i feel like it's yeah yeah not, like one of those I, I, things in online games where if the fact that they're still able to dominate in this mode like that's what speaks yeah to more that's so what separates point. them i feel like search at this point in the game is going to be the hardest game mode to be consistent at. i feel like there's like even like as a competitor like i play in challengers like snd's gonna snd's the mode that like a lot of teams stand out in. i've talked about it every year at the end of the year every good team is good at hardpoint like anyone could take hardpoint yeah, off each 50 other 50. it's every always series. the search it's always the search that defines that, that defines the series at the end of the year so just to go into this uh to the sixth round here if Shotzi doesn't mess up his jump right here in the window boom you see how he kind of he kind of missed the jump originally he probably gets this clutch because it was legit a split second too late. Like, literally, he just got there. Um, so, good tries out of Ant. I saw what he was trying to do. That angle up here. I mean, I've never seen people clutch up here. I feel like this is such a predictable, uh, predictable angle. <clears throat> Everybody always now, looks yeah. at it. Everybody always looks at it. You, you want to what you want to what you have to do up there, and I've made this mistake too because when I play, yeah. um, you don't peek from that angle. You peek from you like peek more to the, left. You peek off the left. You peek yeah. off the left, then strafe to the right because yeah. you're like almost camera the player that's watching that angle. Right. I've I, there's so many times where I've just peeked the obvious angle and got two tapped. Like just go like go more to the left, strafe out. You'll get the kill every time. I swear. Wait, people call him the movement king though, and missing routine jumps like that. <laughs> to jump he missed the jump there bro, okay. he's, a hater, he's a hater bro he's a hater bro he's a hater he's a, he's a hater bro he's such a fucking he's a hater bro king and he's missing simple window uh, we're gonna we're gonna pull up, we're gonna pull <laughs> this event pat's gonna be banned from the fucking bro, bro. you know that 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 spot that dash he was playing behind that palm tree if he had a little bit more trigger discipline it probably would have actually worked i actually like that angle by the way you guys um, don't really see it because he died but and then this was a good. this was a big round uh, for Optic two v three situation. Uh, you can see Kyler lays those shots down, throws in that he just horks a Semtex, able to take down MC. Simp goes crazy right here. He tries to jump the corner, 
and just goes rogue. He tries to chow Shotzi. Shotzi takes him down. The trade comes in, and I don't think a BZ expected Hoop to still be top breaks. He ends up falling. Good 2v3 uh, from Shotzi and Hoop there. Look at the... Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, MC dived to his, his, his left to try and dodge the nade, and, and like, the nade actually landed in that spot. Was, right. He was, so, was, he was so one-shot that yeah. he really needed to get yeah. out of there. He couldn't get I touched by that at all. I think Huke was lucky to still be up there. Watch the mini map. Look at what Huke is chasing ghosts and then end up like after like shot. Look at look where Huke is. What is he doing? Like, he, where he, is he? Maybe he was. Well, he, <laughs> he just, thought a guy was like underneath him. Right. And he was just like so lucky to still be up there. Like whenever he probably thought yeah. somebody was lurking. He probably was looking yeah, for yeah, a lurker. Yeah. It, it was just funny because he was just chasing ghosts. I'm like, yo, where's, where's this guy going? <laughs> and we go into the eighth round. I mean, this is just typical BZ, right? This is just what a BZ does. He just absolutely mm -hmm. just runs at him in this round you can see the number seven on a mini map mm -hmm. uh he just runs at the spawn and he's able to find a first blood here onto shotzi uh and then after that happens simp's gonna make a play onto the bomb opta gets it down but 4v2 situation i thought i thought phase is gonna hop the bomb here they end up kind of slow playing it a little bit um slasher gets a big kill onto big boosie low pool and then ghosty's left or onto dashing and ghosty's left by himself uh up top so good retake I, I like the route from a bz i like the risk um he, he you know he, he he was he didn't take that route all uh all map so just thought it was a good route uh a bz doing what he does best running at people uh, and then the last round phase closed it out we can tune into hook almost 1v4ing it got close but phase didn't let that one happen phase were able to close this snd out it was a uh, a quick final round from them any final thoughts guys uh on the snd uh kyler almost did this he almost didn't um, but he was just, uh, he ran out of time. You can see he popped the dead signs. He went rogue. But any thoughts, gentlemen? Anything? Good uh, S&D out of, uh, FaZe, man. Like, they're just, they're just, they're the best S&D cool. team. Like, they just I, look disgusting at it, dude. I want to see, I, I, if I'm LA Thieves, no BS, if I'm LA Thieves, do you consider the fact that FaZe has not played Embassy in a minute, they've been on this hot streak on a silo now, instead of everybody banning Embassy against them, they should people should start playing embassy against him because they haven't played in a while and that might end the streak down because it was bro at, it doesn't it, at this point it doesn't even matter like I, I i i agree ben that might just be like a wild card like just yeah. fuck it like bro they haven't lost a search like it doesn't even matter if you're playing fucking a silo or embassy against them or mercado like they just they just haven't been losing them like at, at this point you just pick your poison i will say they have had the most reps on a silo in terms of like high stakes matches so playing on this playing them on this right now might not be a good idea Idea, but i don't know does does uh does thieves play embassy uh search i don't see them play it not like sure ever. Don't so i don't i don't really know if they, they play it either two, way they're two so. and oh on it so damn they played it twice yeah but two and oh at this stage in the league like that's crazy they barely they barely, they barely played it i feel like yeah. they rarely play it you know what i mean well, let's i have to go through into okay. their team b situation but go ahead tom no, i was gonna say let's hop into the next map we go into a control this is where uh optic were able to pretty much dominate the 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 map they end up winning the control 3-0 so really really good control from them and just to take a look at some of these rounds the final round here phase uh, they did a great job the whole round keeping Kitchen pushed out, but it all collapsed for them in the last, like, 10, 20 seconds, man. You can kind of see how it all unfolds. So, 22 seconds left on the clock. Phaser pushed out Kitchen. Uh, it's going to start with Shotzi. He's going to try and push to the back. It's another two dead, and I don't even know how this falls apart for Phase. Hook comes in for the trade. Hook finds two. Selim goes down. They just get wiped, man. They just all lose the fights at, at the wrong times, man. Really good plays from Opti, uh, from Opti to get a good team push in with 20 seconds left. Uh, right there anything that you guys saw right there i thought i thought optic uh they clutched up right there just a good clutch from them nobody uh <laughs> sorry, i mean i, was, I, mean, I, was I, don't, I don't really Jesus, know sorry i was, I was, I was texting, texting chris but 
Like, bro, I, I just like, um, I don't really know what to say. I mean, I, I mean, objects is way quicker than them on this map. They were running, running circles around them. Uh, there's, there's not really much, much else to say, man. This is just a one way, one way domination. <clears throat> yeah, it was a really good place from Optic to clutch up at the at the last second there. Good trades from them. I just like how they did something together um, and didn't just collapse. Uh, at the last second then we get into the next round of defense phase were actually able to get beat just like optic was it was pretty it actually looked like pretty much the same round uh but optic was just able to hold on to a for uh majority of this uh for this, uh, the whole entire time they were able to just push kitchen out shots he was doing such a great job just roaming kitchen roaming rugs he was just kind of dipping diving around this area he actually finished off this round uh on a little bit of a spree i think he was one off a streak which ended up throwing his life away in the next round but didn't really matter too much uh, optic clean defense pretty comfortable out of them and then we go into the last and final round which is where optic uh they get the a point nothing uh too crazy they start off the round they work some kills everybody usually gets the a point uh but i like the stacks from them uh to, to win the map they kind of stack it in like a in like a weird time of the map like it was pretty quiet around the map they didn't even really get kills i think just because they needed one more tick um they were able to stack on at the at the last second you can see how it kind of all build it up. I mean, Chris, you've talked about this before, but they played right through mid, played right through couches, uh, mm -hmm. and were able to just get some kills and uh, and get on this point, stop the clock, and Optic were able to close this one out. It was a, it was a pretty quick map. It was a really good uh, map, uh, map three for Optic. Uh, any thoughts, Chris? I think there are two things that you need that you need to get on the attacking end. Yeah. Bed is bed is fucking overrated. Getting bed is cool, but like at the same time, it's, it's not. Uh, it's not predictable. Necessary. Is it predictable now? It's oh, it's always yeah. predictable, right? So like, I think there's two things you need to get. You need to get control of spa because that will spawn out the team towards the chandelier and like towards a side, or you get a guy on the main desk because if you get a guy on that main desk like Optic had, it basically it, it makes it so that like anybody that's trying to rotate over to the point just has to like clear that, and it's so hard to clear, especially now with the snaking meta. So Optic did a really good job of like getting people through mid and getting players in that power spot, which allowed them to just kind of like reflood the point. So good, yeah. good on Optic. Good map from who? Good map from Boosie. Uh, everybody pulling weight on uh, on the Optic side. So good job from them. And then we get into the last and final map. This is where Optic were able to close it out. I mean, Optic again. They just got off to such a big, uh, a big start. Uh, and it starts with Shotzi on his P2 early on. I mean, look at the plays from him. He's here well, by himself. Up, Tom, they got a they got an insta break. Like Optic, Faze actually flipped them, and then Optic got an insta break through Alley to begin the hell. But go ahead. What the P two hill? Yeah, the P two. What Optic do you mean? Shotzi uh, just makes goes rogue here. He just he's here by himself. He he's here by himself. He just absolutely pieces him. You know, played out. Yeah, Shotzi's top balk. He's top balk. Yeah. He goes. He's by and himself. They, and they flipped Optic. You see number four spawning out. Like they they get the flip going, and they just they can't convert this. Oh, that's a, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, and it's Shotzi. He just makes the play. Finds one, finds two, puts some shots down, finds another one low. If he doesn't get this three piece, could have been a break uh, for FaZe. I see what you're saying, Ben, because they did get the they got the initial kills. They got the spawn out, but yeah. they just didn't clean up Shotzi is where I was where I was going with that. Shotzi just makes a good individual play. Uh, they end up locking down all of his P2. It uh, doesn't matter too much because it's Mercado. I mean, Ben, you could talk about it a little bit. I know you're talking about during the watch party. This was an insane two piece by MC. I don't know how that happened. The double headshot. But Mercado, you can lock down a lot of time on these hills. If you're down like 70 to 100 points, you, you don't need to panic on Mercado. Like you you can, if you, as long as you stay disciplined and rotate, you can lock down a lot of time on this map. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I thought for Optic today on this map where they've gotten in trouble and just being kind of breaking vibes on this map, I thought they did a really good job playing ahead of the game, managing this lead. Um, and, you know, towards the end, obviously, Ibiza got kind of a crazy four piece, but Optic 
you know, held her composure and then won that the next hill. That was absurd, by the way. That, yeah, that yeah. was absurd, bro. Like, yeah, that well, desk, though, it's actually kind of hard to kill people off, especially with snaking and stuff like that. Like, it, but either first, way, it was still tippable. Snake kills, though, right? It was just the yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The first, the first two kills were just cruise missile, smoke, nade, cheese. You just can't see shit. Like yeah. the cocaine's going up in smoke is it, is inside it the worse fucking first person Dude. than it is on the uh, like like from spectator. Yeah, yeah of course, because everything's large, like because of the POV. You can't, bro, but, uh, Pat. You cannot see shit in this game after yeah, a cruise like, right missile or an aid goes down. Yeah, it looks normal in oh, the podcaster POV. So here it is on your screen now. So the streak comes in. Optic are looking to close it out. They're actually able to chain a couple hills. The P5, the P6, they just get a really big lead. Um, and then this is kind of where phase it starts with a BZ. He finds three. Um, we can rewind that damn. He oh, went, he went, he went great. He went crazy oh, right there. Lord. Um, and then yeah, I don't know. Also, I don't know. Like the trophies were there for like two seconds. And they wouldn't got four piece. Yeah. They, I think optic. They just, everybody kept trying to trade him instead of just like yeah. waiting for each other. Um, and, and a BZ took him down one by one. Cause I agree, Pat, if they waited for each other here. And then yeah, on top of that, he's kill. snaking, so it's very, it's very hard to kill him uh, off the off that head glitch. I mean, even in rank play, when people are snaking that heady, it's really hard to kill him. Uh, but Abizi makes really, really good plays here. He ends up saving, well, trying to save the map. They end up losing, but they bring this one all the way back. Then we go into the to the uh, to this final hill L wall here. Uh, Faze get the initial kill. Simp checks balcony. They get one. But Optic, they just do a good job hanging on. Shotzi throws the nade down. Ghosty finds one. Shotzi finds another one, two. That's three. Shotzi has an unbelievable craziest, map four. Crazy stat. Crazy stat. Ghosty got less kills than there were hills played on this yeah, map. Yeah, look, he was screaming at him. Yeah, he said, crazy. I only dropped 10 kills that's and you crazy, lost. Right? Look, look, he's screaming at him. Chance for it. He's screaming he at him hard. You fucking suck. <laughs> good plays uh, from the Optic boy. Shotzi had a great map. Big Boosie played well today. He did his thing. Uh, on the other side, uh, FaZe, they struggled. Everybody negative except for Simp. I mean, any final thoughts on the series? I thought Optic looked more disciplined today. I thought I didn't I mean, think FaZe looked that bad. I don't I don't think they looked that I bad. Mean, I, thought, I, I thought it was a good I series, but... I don't think FaZe... I don't think, 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 think it was still a good game. Like, they, I don't think, both hard points were close. Aside from the control, it was, yeah. it was a good series. Points. It was a really good series, for sure. I, I don't think but Optic played, well. played that good. And Optic, bro, you got to remember, like, this... Really, we didn't talk about this. Like, Optic had to win this match. Oh, we did talk about it, but... I'll get to win this match to make it the winners. If they lost this match by any scoreline, like they were going to losers, they were going to have to grind through with no uh, margin for error. I think they came out and iced up today. There's a lot to like about Optic from this performance. Um, I think the mistake cleanup that we mentioned in the beginning of this was key and want to see them parlay that into what's going to be a very difficult bracket starting on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, great series. Uh, always fun watching those guys play. Uh, we'll take a look at the bracket at the end of the show. But uh, let's hop into the last series of the day. LA Thieves going up against the Boston Bridge. We got a Hotel Hardpoint, Hotel S&D, Low Control, Hydro Hardpoint, and an Low Search. Uh, and then before we get into the final series, we are bringing people in to ask questions. Um, or honestly, yeah, ask questions or, or de debate like a like a hot topic or something. If you guys do or, or are interested in that, just join the Zoo Mafia Discord uh, and enter one of the rooms. We got some uh, some people in there just uh, that'll help you guys out and organize you guys accordingly. But we're gonna pick like uh, maybe two or three people to yeah. come in and uh, ask a question. So if you guys are interested, command Discord in the chat. Click that link uh, and go do what you got to do. But let's hop into the next series. LATs versus Boston. Hotel, Hotel, LSE Low, Hydro, LSE Low. Gentlemen, let's hop in. What do you guys think about the vetoes? This was a good series. Went all the way down to a map five. Oh. Yeah, vetoes, vetoes are kind of straightforward. Oh, yeah, I think the vetoes are pretty straightforward. Mm. Yeah, yeah, one one hill I want to go straight to. It was a, it was a back and forth game um, it, and, until of this point right here. 
uh, Boston. They go into the listening, going into the P6, and I thought they just had good comms, and they really turned up here. So I want to tune into Boston and see how the boys sound. Oh, oh no, yeah, I want I'm I'm one. I'm I'm one. I'm one. I'm one. I have your help on the soil. I have your wine, Joe. Sun couch. Right. 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 I'm pitching cat. I'm I have your kitchen, Ben. Watch out, Sergeant Ben Bar. All cans on Bar. You want my bed? Money's on cash. Money's on cash. You want this Alrighty, that's gonna do it for the listening for the Boston Breach. They really turned up here uh, against the LA Thieves, man. They look good today. I mean, I'll let you guys kick it off. What impressed you the most uh, from Boston in this first map? Beans, beans, bro. bro. Beans, beans Baked was beans. fucking frying. But also Nero, man. Like I said before, like ever since they got beans, like the recent Nero form that we've been seeing, his consistency is up there. Like yeah. he has not missed a beat. He hasn't been fucking. You know, he used to be high engagements, but you never knew if he was gonna be positive yeah. or negative. But now he's like. He's stepping it up, man. He's been playing really good. And honestly, hey, yo, y'all see his charm on his gun, bro? He's got the eggplant emoji. You got to think that eggplant emoji yeah, is a big cat. Yo! <laughs> He's got the eggplant. He's got the purple pickle. Yeah, check this spawn out. Is that a normal spawn? Is that a normal spawn there? Um, so, yeah, so uh, maybe because number three pushed out of it, like they weren't blocking, like this, this back left, uh, look, or number four, excuse me, like yeah. Envoy pushes out, so then number five spawns right behind him. Is that normal, Chris? Uh, what the? What that come on, bro. It ain't normal. Is, is it's it normal? kind of, no, but it's not. Cheese, maybe. It's kind of, but it's also <laughs> not, dude. I fucking like. How do you read that? How do you read that, bro? Hotel. How do you read that, bro? Bro, hotel irritates me, bro. Like I like the map design, but the spawns of some of these hills are way too. Fugazi. I mean, was it because Envoy died? Was it because Envoy died? Like, dude, I. <sighs> It's a white time cheese. Nah, bro. he spawns before Envoy dies. Is it? He spawns wait, wait, before wait, he dies. Actually, actually, it might be white time cheese. White man. time cheese, bro. Look, look, right before, right before it spawns, nobody's on hill. That's actually crazy, bro. That's actually crazy. That's actually crazy, bro. It's another example. Listen, listen. It's another example. Right. Game it of is the white time cheese. The, the logic oh. is like understandable, but the logic shouldn't happen that way. Like that. Like realistically, thieves should rotate there. Number five should spawn out somewhere. Like, I, I don't know, man. It was a big break because they spawn there, then Vivid gets a two-piece, and Boston yeah. break it, and they extend their lead. Um, it was during the LATs listening. Uh, we don't need to tune in with every listening. But, wait, wait. Um, this actually is a question or for any of the people that, like, obviously, like, play, like, in chat. Have you guys noticed that in other games, whenever you sit in the hill, like, actually in the hill, and it pops, you're instantly on time. Like, it turns your color. Did you guys know in this game, like, there's a second where when the hill, like, after the hill pops, it's still white, even though you're in it like it takes a second and it's not the activation where it's like locked like the hill fully pops but it's you're in the hill but it's still white for like a second and then you actually get the time that's literally what happened look look at the white time cheese you're talking about somebody's in the hill and it doesn't even like register them as like being in the hill yet 
Yeah, like that, what? The, the I don't know why that happens, but it does. The missing tech, bro. It's the missing tech. Yeah, somebody Fugues. in my chat says, or somebody in your chat says, it's really like 59 seconds. It's not like a full it's 60. Missing, it's like a full 59. Tick, bro. Yeah, it's, it's a missing tick, bro. It's a full 59. Yeah, it's, dude, it's so <laughs> fugaze, bro. That's literally what happened to him. Not like these made it respectable, cheese. but once once that listening started with Boston on that P6, they built so much of a lead, and they broke that P2 from that spawn. They just they were up 100 points. Not like these, they were just down so much, they couldn't bring it back. We'll take a look at the final score, but beans. 34 and 21, man. Look at this guy go, bro. Guy had an absolute, uh, map. He had an absolute series, to be honest. Any thoughts Zinni on that? Uh, Zinni wasn't doing that. Zinni wasn't doing that. Hey, Zinni had his maps, I mean, Pat. He had his maps. Listen, hey, hey, listen. No Zinni more winnie. First time breaches ever beat LAT. No way. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Think. The first time ever. Uh, yeah, then, uh, let's hop into the, to the next map, man. Let's hop into the, uh, Ellis, or, sorry, the Hotel s and I'm gonna take us to this 1-3 round. This is a big 2v3 for the Los Angeles Thieves, because, uh, Boston, they win three quick rounds. Uh, they just kind of run at them, win the fights. It was pretty comfortable first three rounds. So, LA Thieves, they had to adapt a little bit. I like how they how they kind of spread the map here. They got to make things interesting. When you're when you're down a man, that gives you the, 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 the green light, in my opinion, to do random stuff. Uh, and try and make a play. You can kind of see how that unfolds. Envoy, he finds a good timing through the middle of the map. He's able to uh, rotate and uh, catch Beans and Awakening on his pinch. Great plays out of him with the dead silence. Bomb's going to go down. They're in the snake pit, but it doesn't matter because the last one is cleaned up by Envoy. Great plays coming out of Envoy. A little, little Envoy flank. Uh, and then we get into the next round. And Envoy does the same thing. He's going to find a first blood onto Reese there. I personally think if you're going to push, you should do it together. Reese tries to do something by himself. I don't mind people taking risks sometimes, but if you're hitting fridge out, you might as well do this with somebody, man. Like, you know people you know people like to play here all the time. So, great plays out of Envoy. He finds one. Boston, they end up bringing this bomb all the way back to that uh, A bomb site, but I like how LA Thieves, even with Envoy getting that kill B side, they don't move. They just hold A. How many times do you see teams, if there's noise at one site, they'll all rotate back, right? Uh, and kind of give up like that map control. So I thought it was a good play from Thieves to not fall for the bait. Uh, they end up holding A to get a good kill there. Then we're all tied up. Then we go into the 3-4 round. Uh, Octane had the 1v2 clutch here with the snipe. I actually won five gifted for this one. Shout out to the Stocksman, <laughs> Lamar's cousin. Uh, we had a little bet. I told him Octane was going to clutch it, uh, and he did. He sure did. Man. He's got that sniper in hand. First, he finds Beans with the snipe, pulls out the Vaznev, and I love the play from Sam here, man. Pops the dead silence and wraps the map. If you get a kill somewhere, you always want to change up your position in a 1v1. You never want anybody knowing where the hell you are or where you went. And you could just tell here that big weight got caught with his pants down here, man. He With the Vaznev out, little shaky shots from Sam, but stays composed. He uh, takes him down, and then he ties it up at 4 uh, and then that's when LA Thieves, uh, they put that they push that gas pedal down, man. They end up playing over towards the B side. They get some information here. I think they end up uh, uh, trading this guy out. So you can see Nero, he gets one. Uh, next guy uh, up in line is Kenny. I think he ends up uh, pushing here and, and trading Nero here. Let me just make sure, unless I'm, I'm forgetting. So Nero finds one, and an Envoy uh, ends up taking him down. 2v1 situation, but I love the play from Thieves. Break the ankles. Uh, Beans, he thought they were going to the B side. Thief said, nope, no, you're not. We're going all the way over to the other side. Uh, always staying active, not staying too stagnant. Really, really good plays uh, coming in from Los Angeles Thieves as they go up five uh, to four. Uh, and then we go into the last and final rounds, which in my personally, remember yesterday we were talking about how teams on defense, it was Minnesota, right? Just letting people yeah. just freely plant A, 
Thieves don't do that. Thieves are like, we're going to hit these guys out on the defense. We're going to get aggressive. And that's exactly what they do, man. They flood through bedroom. They flood through couch. Great place for me like these. I like the confidence I love, there. I love the hard counter. The the round that's 10 hard, hard counter is a good call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I just love that. That's that's just a, a team that's really feeling confident making that call and searching. We talked a lot about these as Disney struggles over the years, but they, they I, like, had to grind, I like it, dude. They had to grind this map out, and I respect it because they made a lot of really good adjustments. But, but at the same time, bro, like you're looking at the series, man. This could have been a 3 0 series, which is kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, you know, for some of these other teams like Boston's Boston's in form, bro. They're looking good in every game mode. You know, Beans got a superstar performance out of him. The hard point, although they weren't able to get the dub, dude, Beans and the S&D. Just like I said before, dude, Beans S&D play is up there. So um, good game for the Thieves, but uh, still a little scary, man. A yep. scary. Then we get into the control. Love the first round from Boston. Boston ended up winning this control 3-0. So great plays out of them. I like how they play this first offense. They play patient. They get somebody pushed up on that hill area. We talked about it, right? Getting those spawn kills. Sometimes instead of stacking, it might be better to just push up uh and work some spawn because i think you need at least minimum two on the point which they had but beans he ended up falling but i like the patience here they don't just run onto the point once their teammate goes down they end up just playing their kills first they get another wave uh and boston with the slaying power with the patience they're able to cap the b point we know this is the hardest point uh to cap the a point people usually get pretty easily but great patience out of them like that they focus kills before the stacks uh, and they were able to work that first offense. They end up holding on the defense. LA Thieves couldn't capitalize on that B point. Uh, Boston do a good job just camping top AC, top hills, just playing kills over towards this uh, field side of the map. It was pretty comfortable defense out of them. Uh, and then we go into the third round. This is where Boston, they actually get a really quick cap here uh, on the B side. And it started with their breakoff. They work kills through middle. They work kills through field. And they just, they they take advantage of these deep LA Thieves spawn. You can see those spawns coming in. Elisilo, man, I mean, Chris, you could talk about it a little bit. Uh, if you get a good break off, man, and you can block those back right spawns and spawn them out all the way back left, you, you're pretty much setting yourself up for success. Yeah, I mean, dude, that, it's like the same thing that happens on Hotel. Like, if you can get, if unless you get like a four dead, like, if you get staggered kills, you always want somebody pushing out that spawn because not only are you going to be able to get on that mound and get information and spawn kills, but you're obviously blocking that spawn, which is going to force thieves to spawn in fucking Narnia, essentially. Like, look at that, bro. Like, there's, they can't get to this point. Like, nah. it's chalked. And Boston do such a good job just after they get the kills, they stack it. And uh, then again, I, I, me personally, I think this eight points uh, pretty easy to get. I thought Seattle did a good job today. Uh, when they won, holding just a point, because I think it's very difficult. Um, but they do a good job. You kind of see how Boston was able to do it. Uh, about a minute left on a clock. Uh, I think they played through right here. They end up taking some routes through mid, uh, just trying to work some kills. Uh, I don't even know how they clutch this up with 18 seconds left. It starts with Beans. He finds one in the middle of the map. Uh, and I'm uh, in LA Thieves. I just think they have no mid control here. I think that's why they end yeah. up collapsing. Uh, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but no mid control. It just opens up the site for Boston. They are able to work some kills and, and get on the point and, and stop the clock. And LA Thieves oh, find Ken themselves. Caught, why, why no. Wait, not even that. They yeah, just tweaked, bro. They just tweaked. Like, number three gets a kill, and then, like, he wraps back towards, like, the backside of the shack, catches a bad timing. But then, like, bro, they haven't even got a tick yet. And number one gets off the radio tower and then ends up getting caught in transition. Like, he just tweet. They just tweet. Look at him. They tweet. Bro, they, they just tweet. They tweaked a little bit. They had, they had, dude, Boston had yeah. one player on the point and they tweaked and all died because of it because they all went hunting for him. Yeah. They just tweaked. I, I agree. I think, I think another thing to note too and how this map has evolved, you know, early on when Estilo got played, like people just had no idea how to get contest on the hill with the guy on radio. Now people just kind of know how to finesse that either kind of sit in the doorway contesting or holding the close wall 
You can't play the angle. So I think the evolution of this map has also been pretty interesting. Look at a map from Nero. 27 and 11 from Nero. Unbelievable plays out of him. He was a hard carry in the map number three. Any final thoughts on the control, ladies and gentlemen? How you guys feeling? Ah, <clears throat> uh, I mean, Boston just, Boston just been playing, been playing this Thieves team close, and I think it's about damn time that they were able to like finally close out a series versus this team or versus, versus the Thieves. Win. Wait, they wait, they've gone like map five, like a lot of series on land, yeah, online, like yeah, Boston or yeah, but they yeah, but now they got beans, and that guy's really a god in search, bro. Like they're bound to win one of them. Yeah. Two and zero in game five of beans. So yeah, dude, they got beans, bro. And then this, they, so, we're, so we're agreeing. Disney was the problem in the in the SND Ice Game Five. <laughs> nah, not necessarily. They just got they just they just got the they just got the ultimate. They 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 just got well they just got the yeah, ultimate okay. Iceman on their team now. Um, and then this was a map. I was a little bit distracted during this map, but from my understanding, I know Ben Wheat, me and you talked about it a little bit, but um, just Boston or uh, sorry, not Boston, LA Thieves unable to hold on a lot of their uh, holds. At least that's what. Uh, I was being told by Damon Barlow and, and Rambo, and I, I want to get your opinions, Ben. Where do you nah, think it went Bo wrong Bo in his fourth Boston map? Was getting, Boston was getting broke. They got broken on P2. They got broken on P3. Sorry, I meant to say Boston. Yeah. I meant to say Boston, yeah. not LED. It was, Excuse it was just, me. It was, clinical, it was really a clinical map from Thieves. I think I think across the board, they, they executed well. Um, it did get a little sketchy towards the end. Not super sketchy, um, but I think I think Thieves could have put this away and probably won by 100 or so. Mm. On, like the last P4, they kind of trolled a little, but... Um, I thought this was a, a great response. You know, we we always talk about control being in swing mode. Yeah. Thieves got three of smoked on that map. This is a good uh from the start, good clinical response from experienced Thieves team the forces to a five map yeah, I mean, uh I mean what is it about LA Thieves? Because their breaking percentage is insane, dude. And even just skimming through it, they break so many hills. They're so good at breaking hills. I don't know if it's their talent. I me personally, I think it's their teamwork. I just think they do things together when they're when they're working breaks. Like they they always have somebody there that's willing to trade, and I think that's really important. How many times do you see teams trying to break and they just go one by one and they don't work together? Um, I think LA Thieves, when you watch them play, like they're extremely disciplined, man. Like they're they're they a fun team to watch, bro. They got coordination. Like if I if I were like if I were looking at like like any challenger teams that are looking to improve their game or like or any like up and coming players like trying to like get some teamwork with their teams in the lower tier leagues. Like bro, watch the thieves, listen to their communication, and replicate it. Cause like, dude, these guys are so unique in that fashion. No yeah. other team communicates like these guys at all. Yeah, no, I I 100% uh, agree, and this is also a really good break out of them. Uh, you can kind of see how it all unfolded as well. They all take routes here. I like that somebody plays like the right side of the map. He gets some help from his teammate as well, and they break in onto these spawns. I think Boston needs to needs to focus this left side a little bit more too. They got to be careful, man. Especially if it's so quiet over here towards P1. Like if you're if you're Reese, you got to call it out, right? Like listen, there's nobody here. They got to go mid and left here, uh, and LA Thieves just use their numbers and kind of catch Boston slipping there. So. Really good break out of LA Thieves on a P2. They extend their lead. Uh, and then again, going into the second P3, uh, another break coming in from the LA Thieves. This time, they just kind of break to the front. Starts with Kenny. Again, you can see the swarm of red arrows as they just kind of break down the Boston Breach. Uh, clinical map for from uh, the LA Thieves. Was there anything that caught your guys' eye uh, or no, any no, final I mean, it does get comments? It closer on towards the end. Like, you'd say it's clinical from Thieves. I think if you keep playing through... And we don't need to watch all of this. Like it, it does end up actually getting closer, and thieves do end up kind of closing it out on a, I think a P1, P, a P2 actually. Oh yeah, I did watch the uh, end of this map with yeah. you guys. It got hectic like, for it, sure. It just, this P4 was a really good hold from Boston. Reese actually did a really good job rotating early um, to this hill, uh, finesse, but he actually ended up dying. Uh, but it does get kind of a little sketchy. These get kind of on the precipice, and then uh, the P12 are pretty mixy. 
Um, what we've seen before in this map always comes down to third rotation P1, P2. But at the end of the day, I think Thieves kind of basically allowed this wire to wire. So. Well, it starts here, right? Because Boston's able to work a, a few flips here. You can see the spawns come in from, from LA Thieves. Why does he spawn out there? Is it because the guy mid-map is pushed up? Because look at this. Mm. Look, number two spawns at new. Then number three spawns at old. Oh, not even at old. He spawns in the back of P3. And you can see Vivid. And then the next spawn. Look at the next spawn that comes up from Boston. Boom. Then Nero spawns right behind Kenny. Like, that doesn't even make any sense there. Wait, this actually actually ends up, if you play it out, this actually ends up helping Thieves. I think they won this map because of spawn out. I mean, like, you could maybe say it's number five being pushed to mid, but I've seen plenty of times where people that are pushed down trolly, the back. That looks trolly, bro. That looks I mean, trolly. <sighs> dude, Hydro, oh, come on, man. Like, you guys already know Hydro is fucking trolly. Like, yeah. it's no surprise here. But Thieves end up yeah. working a pinch through the front because, obviously, uh, Envoy, he he comes from Dome. Uh, LED's got, the got those back spawns. Yeah, he, he got the free pinch. Down, he got the free pinch. pinch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were like, yo, we're looking for Envoy. Wait, what? Well, they, they killed Ken. They just assumed he was the only one that spawned now. And then there was two, like, bro. You know. Yep. And then uh, we'll take a look at the final scoreboard. 29 and 17 from Big Wake, but it wasn't enough. On the other side, Kenny had a really big map. 31 and 23. So shout out to Kenny. He was putting down the damage, putting down those kills. Great map out of him. Any final thoughts on the map four? No, nah, this is a clinical map from thieves and then they absolutely failed to execute last map so uh the last map was quick man this was a 6-1 just absolute smoke show i mean i'll get it going quick man first round kenny's left in a 1v3 he's gonna plant the bomb he's actually able to find one uh and get out with his life somehow so you can kind of see how he's able to do it smokes being wow unbelievable literally snipes him with that headshot multiplier good shots out of kenny uh then kenny decides to wrap the map here he actually almost clutches this um, if he didn't hit this jump around the corner, he probably would have had it, but he doesn't know. He finds one, he jumps the corner, and Nero's on a bomb. He gets to defuse off. Kenny almost gets the 1v3 to kick things off. Uh, then we go to the next round. It's Beans. He's left in a 1v1 situation because Octane, he's in the clutch. He hears the guy above him here. He, if we had the sound on, you'd hear him stomping, but... Sam pops a dead silence, takes the guy up top. Boom, 1v1 situation. I like how Sam tries to juke the kill cam here, but it just wasn't enough. You can even see Sam as, as he dies here. He starts bitching. I think he, think he might have been talking about ping there. Look, he said word for word, I got bullshitted. I read his lips right there. Uh, great shots coming in from Beans as he wins the 1v1. Then we go into the next round, and it's a big two-piece from Nero. Uh, you can kind of see uh, on the mini-map, um, Nero Poison. In a 2v3 situation, and take a look at Nero, man. Doesn't even have that dead silence pop. I don't know why I'm whispering. And he ends up pushing <laughs> right. Like, you're literally in the game. You are take in the game, here. bro. You literally like. <laughs> I don't know why I'm whispering there, bro. I mean, but... I mean, you're, you're, you're trying not to yeah. spoil, but man, like. Bro, Great shots we, from we, Nero. Great little play there. What we talked about time and time again with Thieves, especially on this map, is your ability to just get bloods and just not make advantage of it. With the loss today. Now the first blood's worked out. I believe they're down to a 58% win percentage when they get first blood on the map. They're getting first bloods at over 50%, which is like dead last. Mm -hmm. or second worst on this map. I mean, that's just not going to cut it. Like, yeah. you, you got to win your 4v3s. You got to take your advantage. And unfortunately, this map, they blew a couple of them early. And all the momentum was out the window. Yeah, and we're going to the fifth round. Love the plays here from Boston. Nero hits the right side. Vivid hits the left side. It's a double deady play. Uh, you can see Vivid, he's going to get that first blood. He just catches, uh, who was it? It was Octane with his pants down. Love the route coming out of Reese. Uh, and then you can see LA Thieves, they tried slow playing this a little bit. But it's Vivid who finds another one down low, then finds another one here. Core, I mean, Vivid was just putting on a show in this round. As you guys can see, Boston 
just pretty much puts the nail in a coffin in this series. I mean, gentlemen, any final thoughts? Uh, I think LATs went around, but Boston are able to close this out here. What's, what's LATs record on this map in SND? I feel like I've only ever seen them lose it. No bullshit. I'm sure they uh, they're four and eight, so it's not great. Jesus, they, they've got a they got a very narrow search map pool. You know, like the two and on embassy, but it gets removed in a lot of series, and obviously no one wants to play Fortress Search, so that's how we get here. Um, and I gotta say for Boston, I really need to tip Body this last map are in. because we have seen Boston time and time in Game Fives crumble. Uh, we saw what is that four zero choke at one point earlier this year, and from start to finish in this map, this is like clinical execution from them after losing a hard point, like and with a close comeback. I, I gotta respect the maturity from this Boston team. Obviously, we need to see them do this on land. Um, but they listen for all the Boston haters out there. Like I, I like the upside for this team after the series beating a team that just got runners up at the last major. Yeah. Pat, any final thoughts? No, nah, not too much. I mean, honestly, Tom, I don't, I don't put a lot of faith into this win for the Boston team. I, uh, I'm still expecting them to go to the event. And if we want to bring up the bracket, I mean, like, I don't think they're going to make hey, you want to link it in my one. chat, Ben. You want to link the, the bracket real quick? Yeah. Give me one second. I don't, I mean, my gonna, Let's take a look here. Get out of round one. So I don't know. There's <laughs> only listen, listen, dude. There's only a couple teams that can be considered top four teams in the league. At the same time, regardless of you know what you might think about Boston, man, I'm high on this team. I think that with their current team and the way they've been playing this split, like these guys look good. These guys look like they have an opportunity to make it pretty far in a tournament, mm -hmm. and they can definitely they show they can definitely upset some of these teams. They might not they might not be consistent enough yet for us to call them like a top team at all. But man, these guys are working their way up there. I love the work that they've been putting in. Um, Nero, like I said. He's been looking a lot more consistent and at the same time dude beans 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 have been showing out man outside of that first match he's been playing really well for this team so um gotta tip my hat to him man showing out for you know the challenger scene <clears throat> yeah man we'll take a look at the bracket here and uh and see what's going on uh let's switch on over and take a look so it looks like we got phase and la thieves uh kicking things <laughs> off in winners round one that's gonna be a really good series new york toronto is gonna be good I was saying earlier when i was saying fugates is like <clears throat> we're getting our grand final rematch round one yeah but this is the pro bro okay this is all the product of the fact that all these teams only played five games they all have unbound schedules the tiebreakers are really difficult it makes for these weird brackets i'm a proponent to be honest uh, we talked about this, and I know it makes it a little confusing. Of top four seeds, you get to pick your win matchup in winners round one. I think it would make it a little bit better. I think it would account for some Wait, of the weird tiebreaker bullshit. Yeah, it would. It would fix this tiebreaker bullshit. Pick your matchup. Like, Wait, that's yeah. now that's fugues, bro. No, I think it'd be great. Uh, if you get first seed, first seed gets a pick, and then and then you so on, you do a draft. I think, uh, there, be, I, think I feel like spot. there's I feel like there's issues with like every format. Like you can have a format where like every single team gets put in like the groups and they play they play their group based off their like seeds in like the actual bracket. But then some teams will be like, oh, but we never play this team. We never play this team. And then you have this seeding, which or this way of doing the tournament where like you get like these weird lopsided brackets because of the strength of schedule. And then mm. with another with the format you're suggesting like bro you get a format where teams are picking what team they get to play yeah like, I mean, they, 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 there's they issues don't, to every series don't they, i don't i'm pretty every, sure they did every they format, this in bro. other esports mm -hmm. they've done it in league right they've done it in league i've seen it in like sports for i think it would make it way more entertaining just think of the there's issues the to everything have, bro just think of the content potential there man like, bro, nah, bro. i have is like i think the major two playoffs or whatever the tournament like that should have some benefit going into the next 
like event like there should be some carryover the fact that you just have like a culmination of major two it ends and then there's nothing going into Bro. the next event is kind of you'll hear me out here hear me out here that's how old events worked right like you would play and that because you got so many like i feel like the point should be continuous ben like because otherwise it's like you're not you're just having like five random seasons throughout a year like that's basically what we have right now is yeah. literally five seasons and then just a i finish. don't i don't know how this would work and i don't even know if they would have time in like a weekend or like however long they schedule these events for what is it like five days four or five days um to run it but what if they did like these like matches and stuff like that see like the, the online matches seed you into like groups and then you do groups with like an extra can't, stage can't and groups. then you put them into this this type of bracket right here based off their placements and groups here's the problem is they want to have one stage you can't do groups this is you would have to make a like one week event and they're not going to want to do it unfortunately what if, they, uh, if they did know, groups though with like a stage like they did for the pro like instead of the pro-am like actually with the pro-am they only yeah. do the pro teams nobody gets eliminated yeah. It's just groups for seeds at the tournament, and then they do the bracket like they do now based off the group Which seedings. would be way better than what they do right now, and I 100% agree with you. But the they don't have is, the time, right? Or they, the problem the is the way their events shit. are set up in most of these venues outside of Major 1 is it's a one-stage, one-stream situation. You're not going to have like an eight-day event, and so it makes your formats a little bit more difficult to execute because you only have so many broadcast hours match hours etc I mean, if they did more <laughs> stages if they did more stages and didn't eliminate anyone i think they could do it mm -hmm. but that would you know yeah excited hard, uh excited to see what goes on with the major man i mean we're gonna be there uh watching live and we'll be running shows but uh we got some great matches uh in winners round one so it's gonna be an exciting event we're really excited to get there i think we fly in what wednesday tuesday um, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Tuesday. Yeah, I fly on Wednesday. So we're going to be getting those wild parties going, those shows going. But, of course, uh, we got to go to the uh, to the next segment. We're going into the YouTube comments. Let's take a look here and see what we came up with here, folks. Let's take a look and see what kind of questions you guys came up with. Uh, first YouTube comment from Abdullah Gaming. What are your thoughts on the addition of Hixie to the... Uh, to the uh, to, uh Toronto, Toronto lineup, Ultra. yeah, Toronto Ultra. I was like, "Tu, like, <laughs> he is a weird one." Though, like, but I see what, doing what makes him specifically fit into the team better than Standy? It might be a chemistry thing for me. I feel like Hixie, he brings like those fundamentals to the team. Like, I feel like he he he's a pretty basic player. I was actually just talking about this with Rambo, uh, and he was saying that that Hixie just seems like a very fundamentally sound uh, SMG player. Like, just makes the right plays, does whatever he needs to do. I don't know if he's like the biggest slayer. I mean, he could get kills. We've seen him do it. Um, but I definitely think we got to need to watch Hixie a little bit more. But from my understanding, I think it was a chemistry thing. But Pat, you go next. What do you think? My biggest thing is just how it's enabled Kleenex to improve, right? Like we saw Kleenex's KD specifically just jump from like a 0.9 to like a 1.2. And like that's, I mean, like we know that's an insane jump, especially for an SMG player. Um and so I don't, again, I don't really think like the Hixie versus Standy individual comparison is, is, is really valid because I don't, I don't think it matters in, in the case of just the ultra lineup, just because of how much we've seen Kleenex improve since they made this roster change. I wasn't expecting that um, personally. And so that was, that was good to see that Kleenex kind of got back into form. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like the team has still looked good. Yeah. Uh, ben, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I think it's enabling the best out of some of the other players on the team. Let's see what they do to land, because that's been the issue with Toronto in the past. They played good online, and they get to land, and they get to Saturday, they get to Sunday, and they're not all there. Uh, I'll reserve judgment, but it looks like the chemistry fit has been good so far. Cool. Um, I, agree, I, I definitely agree with everything that you guys are saying, but at the same time, like, bro, 
we can't act like they weren't this good at one point in their like yeah. current team with Standy. I think if anything, you guys, it was, it was clear as day with the way Standy was posting on Twitter. Yeah. This team had a falling out. Like, I don't think it's right yeah. to compare the, the 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 players in like in terms of what they could have brought to the team. I think the event. I think at some point they just probably lost trust in each other, whether it was through outside of game stuff or in game stuff, and they ended up regressing. That's all it was. Um, I, I do think that Hixie obviously is is helping them out because obviously they have a good relationship with them. But to say that, like, let's say Standy couldn't ha couldn't do what Hixie was doing for their team is just wrong because they were obviously gross with Standy at one point as well. So it's I think it's just kind of unfortunate. I do think Hixie's been doing well for them, but um, it's a, they just they had a falling out, bro. It's it's clear as day. Alrighty, let's hop into the next one. Uh, a question from the quickie you know. Uh, question for the flank. Can you make a top four team with players from the bottom four teams? I'm thinking Clay, Arceus, as Flex, Asum, and Afro would be pretty solid. I actually don't mind that team. That's such a pretty good team right there that he that he made. Um, well, I are we are we putting like are we saying bottom four just in right now or bottom four overall? Because Rockers right. probably still like the eighth. Team. Rockers eighth now. Points. Bottom four overall, yeah. I'd probably say. I mean, he put Ro he put the Rocker team uh, in there, but let me look at. I need to look I at the I would do. LAG, I would do Florida, London, and and Paris. Or I would do probably like. Probably do like Asim for sure. Capital. I like that shout. That's a good Clay, shout. Clay, and then I mean, do we want do we want to. I mean, we can, we can go with like Exceed. I think he's been crazy. Uh, Exceed's a good shout. Yeah, yeah uh, Exceed is a good shout. I would do Asim, Exceed, and Capsule. I'd probably. Yeah, but Cap's got an AR. If you put him in a flex roll, I think it'd be good. I'd probably do. I put I put Asim in a flex roll. I'd do assault, yeah. temp, Asim, and salt. Havoc. That's, that's that's fucking biased as fuck, but all good. I would do. How's <laughs> that bias? He literally has been playing well. He's been playing he really well, Ben. He literally won t two matches basically by himself. Yeah, he, he has been playing good. He's been playing good. He has he has your son does so you know. I would do to, to get a good that. mix of everybody. I think I would do Clay. Assault, mm, Capsidal, and Asim. I think that'd be a good mix. Yeah, I I do Clay, Asim, Exceed, uh, Capsidal. That's what I would do. I I would put Asim on a flex. I'd put Clay as the main, and then I'd put Capsidal and uh, Exceed up top. I think that'd be a, I think that'd be a good team. But you let's get, see, you get the New York dynamic, Tom. Like New York right now with Kismet and Preston. Like they have two players that can run a sub and they are really well like a flex level you'd get that with that team because <clears throat> i think we should we should be on the fact that capsules are really nasty when they are too uh okay what is this what the hell comment is this this gas you get uh the the gas you get for being on optic is insane shotsy doesn't have a clue in the world on how to translate kills into hill time so that's for his team crim and clay would never let this slide i don't know about that bro what bro shotsy's literally a world I mean, champ he's literally a world <laughs> champion bro I mean, Porter did come on the show or a watch party and kind of make this claim, like that, like when, wait, wait, when hold on, hold on. Amazon's yeah. team, like you want to be doing shit like this. this out, though. Like, yeah. this is this is true. Shotzi is a world champion, but only with Porter. And, and you know who else play. that's true for, right? Scump. I'm just saying. So you think you I mean, think these players have a hard time translating kills into hill time it. in progress? No, that is cap, bro. If you watch Shotzi, whenever he gets kills, he's always trying to create space. Creating space is, is progression. It's progression on the map. It's pro it's map control pro progress. Like, yeah, dude, that is cap. This is cap. Like, I agree, Chris. I agree. Dude. There are people that there are people that maybe are more efficient, but shot, bro. 
wait a minute, bro. I'm not letting Guy, this Shotzi's slide. impactful I think, as hell. I think, I think last year or even at Walk the beginning in. of this year when we were talking about Shotzi, were we not make, were we not saying that Shotzi was the most, it was in Vanguard. We literally were saying Shotzi was the most efficient player in the CDL. Nah, in terms dude, of the way Shotzi, he's playing and creating space, Shotzi, Am I, do you guys, do you guys not remember? Do you guys not remember we were making that take in in the in, in Vanguard? I making that take. I, I do remember this actually. Yes, I do. I really remembered it vividly just thinking about it. Like that cat. I th I, did, I think Shotzi's an incredible player. I I actually think he's such an impact on the map. He just I feel like Krim and Clay were lucky to play with with Shotzi and and play with him at at champs. He's he's one of those players that's just hard to keep track of, man. When you play against him. Uh, you realize that because he's just he's really hard to kill. Yeah, he's hard to kill. He's he's in, he's in really good at playing his life wait, and staying wait, I alive. Heard, I heard at, at champs though, Huke was the reason they won. Did, did y'all hear that too? No. I mean, champs in, in the team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In, in Monarch for 2019. Yeah, at the champ actual champs tournament. Yeah, but they were also locking. They were locking doors in that event. This, they were using sound This, was, Q, the, this like... was the fucking Slayer burner, bro. The Slayer yeah, this burner. Is, right but here. it got 88 thumbs up on the YouTube comments. People do agree with this guy. I personally, Man, I mean, everybody's on. entitled to their own opinions. I disagree. I think Shotzi's a very impactful player, and uh, I, I think he does a lot for the team. I thought he did a lot for them today against FaZe. Uh, we got uh, Aerosats coming in hot. A question for the flank. What do y'all think about ex-pro players slash current Warzone players tweeting that they're free agents for the season after playing ranked for a while? Do you think teams will consider them or do they need to start playing challengers to be considered? Nobody's going to pick those guys up. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, they, gonna... they, they, who said that? Am I, am I missing out? What, like who's a free agent? No, yeah. I think I uh, I think Tommy tweeted it, but I think he was and and Raided's also hinted at it, but I don't know if they're well, entirely uh, serious. But I, I mean, think, um, dude, there's no way that this happens ever again after the whole optic mania or the Muneers maniac sub thing. Like, do you guys remember that back in Modern Warfare when they were first signing people were subs? trolling with subs Bro, back then? Yeah, the dude. Year. I think people know people. I think yeah, people understand. Are. I think people understand the how important the you know having a good sub is on your team I, also I mean, hey man like regardless like if people if some of these warzone players or even like um these other people that used to be pros like are seriously competing about are thinking about competing again after getting hooked on like ranked and playing competitive cod and watching it like fair play dude honestly i'm one of those players man i get i i'm a, i'm addicted to competing and stuff like that and i know there's jokes and stuff like that where i'm like oh I've, I'm, I'm taking a break i'm retiring i'm doing that like mm -hmm. at the end of the day bro like it's hard to get rid of that i know tommy you definitely have that feeling I, where I, like sometimes you're like wow i wish i was playing like I, yeah it's all fun. the time bro all the time it's so fun Some man those guys are doing that because warzone 2 is just in a weird state right like there's just why would you say you mean play. dead? Then yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's no tournaments. There's nothing to yeah, play for them. Dead, I feel like if that was to change. Then I mean, they, I mean, they might you're, you're, you're not like the note. We're talking about Tommy and Rated. Like those were guys that were grinding these big, multi-thousand-dollar tournaments every week. And like I'm sure it it hurts now that 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 engagement's not there, and they want to try and do something else. But to your point, Tom, I don't think a pro team's going to pick them up. I think their best chance is to look like there's there's an openness next week in dallas there's the elite qualifier like yeah they have an opportunity to get back in the mix maybe qualify for the elite and kind of grind challenges from there and then you can get noticed because guys like recent i don't think those guys have that they just need more like they, they, they can't just tweet out free agent and expect to get picked up like they actually yeah, have to know. put in time like that's you have but to put the in the work is they would have to come back into an environment of challengers where you're basically getting a new teammate every week like i think chris you were just talking about it like see, people just sketch on each other non-stop up until the day of the tournament i don't yeah, think but people want to come back are gonna be in that type of mentality like i don't think tommy and rated want to deal with that shit. Uh, no that yeah. that's what i said like bro as a competitor it's not the 
like the game you know not being like the best and all that stuff definitely has an effect on me but like i think more so what turned me off uh from challengers and caused me to retire last year and just focus on the content side was um it's, it was just a teammate ringer bro like getting getting yeah. dropped having teammates sketch like not people not wanting to buy into systems just the immaturity of it all yeah. and the lack of security i think is probably the hardest part and i feel like that's definitely the most underrated thing about like competing in the lower levels is is the vault is how volatile it is yeah um, agreed but yeah they but just if, 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 if they're they serious about it they need to they just need to dive in head first bro like you just gotta go like you just gotta go just get in there but if mm -hmm. they are itching i mean i'm working on a little something something maybe they can go <laughs> pro in eventually uh, so. here we go move on no, let's move on to the community topics it's our next segment we asked some questions on the flank twitter we appreciate everybody who participated in this one we got some questions coming in we got swampy bandit how long until Illy comes back into the league? Potential rocker's key to find success. I have no idea when Illy's going to be coming back. Is Have you guys heard anything from teams maybe being interested in him uh, in Illy? Is he even trying to come back right now? Like, what's the deal with Illy? Well, Next I think according to him, it's ring season. <laughs> I, mean, I got to go to the bathroom, but go ahead and continue. I mean, I mean, bro, like, okay, so, so let me speak on this. So I think right now where it's probably at is is the chatter is not going to happen until after this major so we'll probably start hearing stuff like friday night saturday night when, when some of these teams get eliminated in the case of rocker like they have a very tough draw and this major i think them getting dead last is definitely likely i don't know about the illy for like cami swap or, or like that doesn't really i don't i don't know if that really makes them better that's kind of a side grade um i don't this is a weird one because i lg is kind of the wild card london's kind of the wild card and neither Orc seems to be in a position where they're going to pay like a buyout. So if Hector and the optic organization is willing to let him walk for free, yeah, we can see him on another team. But if it's a situation where someone's got to buy someone out, I don't know necessarily if it's going to happen. But I also think, yeah. I mean, like, where do you think his stock is right now? I don't think it's high at all. Mm -mm. It's not because I he's been sitting around for a couple of weeks. Not it's even not that. like he, he was, was like a superstar like slayer on the team. Yeah, bro. It's also it's also the yeah. role player cheese, bro. Like it happens at the lower levels. It's why some of the it's why some of these players can't come up into the CDL. He's a role player. Illy has not been playing and has not been a superstar performer. He's not Shotzi. He's not Dashy. He's not BZ. He's not Simp. He's a winner. He's a winning mentality type player, but he's he's a role player, bro. And a lot of these teams, when they want to upgrade, they're not going for role players, bro. They want superstars. So it's just hard. It's hard for you to come back. Once you're, yeah. once you're out, like you're not getting on like a super high hot team until the season ends and it's, it's the off season and people yeah, are looking for those. People are looking for the building blocks. That's when it's his best chance. It sucks, but it's the reality, bro. It's, it's just how things are nowadays. He's, he's got to listen. He's got to get to the Patrick price. It detects. Start deriding people. Start, I start never watching that. the politics. I, don't know I never did that once in my career. <laughs> uh, Dude, what the hell? Yo, ben, what the hell? Pat, Pat's on not the DS cheese, bro. Pat, were you no, DS cheesing? Bro, you can go back. Not once in my career did I deride anybody. I set shit up, man. People came yeah, to nah, me. I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I, I, I agree. I think Pat was just I the one. Pat up. would just if make moves. Has, if anything, if anything, like I, I could have been on way more teams if I tried to hit Yo, Pat, up. Pat was anybody. Nah, dude, Pat was the puppet bro. master, bro. Pat was the puppet master. Trust. I've seen, I've seen the Pat Price at Tech Change. They're legendary, bro. This guy was a master <laughs> fucking gaslighter manipulator. But Wait, I did I did it because... No, 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 because I tip it. No, I tip it. No, 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 because You can't tip something to be wrong about it. Listen, every year, highest salary, raise the salary bar aside from the one-year Tommy had phase. Every other year, raise the salary bar up, 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 and away. 
cat. That's, a, that's just, a cat. Get anybody yeah. in here. Yeah, from you're welcome. <laughs> from 2014, raised the salary every single year for all players, by the way. All Pat players. is the fucking puppet master, bro. I changed God? I didn't even know that. You did. Your fucking salary what, what, what on phase. Was that? Yeah, when you got when you got retained on phase. That was the one year that you got. Wasn't it fucking World War II or after? Or was it after wow. before? Yeah. Wow, Every other year that. I raise a salary bar, bro. Envy. <laughs> who I joined next team. <laughs> C or no, C9, then Envy. Uh, what yeah, you got overpaid on Envy. You got oh, you got EG, fucking overpaid. Pat's been finessing, bro. No bullshit. I mean, it's good plays. Dude, you listen, Pat. I respect so it, Pat. I respect bro, it, bro. I listen, did you? Why they on your nuts, Pat? Nah, why y'all on Pat's nuts, bro? You guys gotta hop off. He's listen. Slade just knows how to talk. That's all it comes down to. He's a businessman. Let's move on to the next one. Dougie Jones, sixty-nine. Do face of a mental block against Optic again this year. Seven and one since twenty twenty-two. We talked about this a little bit actually during the show. Um, I don't think it's a mental block, but I definitely think it's a good matchup for for FaZe. I think Optic plays them well. You know what I mean? Um, but what do you guys think? I don't think it's a mental block either. I just think that whenever Optic is playing FaZe, for some reason, these guys, like, just turn up. Like, they just play completely different, bro. Like, you watch their gameplay, they're not just throwing away their lives, not just flying everywhere. They're sitting in corners. They're holding L triggers. They're just playing way more disciplined, and I don't understand why they can't always do that versus every team, but... Dude, Optic just plays them with respect. They show each other some mutual respect, and Optic, you get the best out of the Optic players when they play them. I think FaZe need a rethink in how they approach this matchup now. I think you just... The one, the, the one takeaway from the series... ESPN stat, man! Bro, I'm sure, but, like, you, you can't argue, though, over the last 18 months, like, they do have an issue playing against this team. They're a good enough squad. They may have to play this team in the finals at ESA, which they had to do last year as well, and that we know how that worked out. They do need to rethink their approach, and I, I don't know what they do mentally, but they just didn't play their game today. <clears throat> yeah, I I agree. I mean, Pat, do you do you agree? Uh, I don't think they have a middle block. Uh, I think if you factored out online matches, it's obviously it's not as big as this this like. They have one. Is. They're one in th one in three. If you factor, they lost twice at Land in Major One. They lost at Pro Am. Lost to everybody. They beat them in Major Four. I think again, it's just a cherry pick stat. Like they just got smoked in Vanguard. It is what it is. All right, let's go to the next one. We got Ben uh, Nitznisk80. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. Ben, thank you so much for the comment. What is the real reason why Fortress Control is still in a game when other maps aren't spawn trap heavy like Fortress is, which is complete dog shit to watch? I know Parasite is vocal about that, but I'd love to know why pros don't test new slash other maps and just deal with it, in quotes. I agree, bro. They do Laziness. need to... They do need to play. They do need to play some other some other maps, bro. We've been taught. We've been saying this for months, bro. Fortress control should be removed immediately, bro. Immediately. Well, appara apparently, it's pure apparently fucking Dome, laziness. Apparently, Dome is too small. Like, I, I, listen, like I, I just don't know who's driving this process right now. But what about Mercado? After, after, after next weekend, if I don't see, bro, we should make a fucking pact on this show right now. The next, the major ends on Sunday. People fly back Monday. If I'm not hearing by like Wednesday morning that we're not trying out new maps, we're, we just gotta start cooking people. Wait, what it. about what about Mercado? Let's make a pack to start absolutely flaming people. That's what I'm saying. We, we're like, if, if they're not, if bro, if they're not, if people are not gonna be driven to try and figure this out, like we need to be kicking people's butts. There, there's no way so. that Mercado is worse in terms of spawn trapping, but um, I know for a fact we're getting a new map either in season two reloaded or Ooh. season three. So like yeah, an actual new. I know, I know. I know we're getting another. I know we're getting another new map 
maps. So maybe then, but listen, bro, I'll tell you why. It's pure fucking laziness. I've said this a hundred times on this show. Pros are lazy. They're complacent. They get comfortable and they just don't give a fuck after. Even if it's going to improve their game slightly, all they do is sit there in Discord or not Discord, in TeamSpeak or DMs and they sit there and they bitch about certain shit, but they never go out there and get anything done. They always feel like their fucking hands are tied when in reality, yes, there are certain things that their hands are tied when it comes to things like snaking or actual in-game development issues that they can't physically fix. But when it comes to the map set, bro, they have a say. The maps are fucking there. Go test them and fucking handle it. They don't fucking do it. These the yeah. pros of this Great. fucking we don't have we're not in this era where people give a fuck anymore about the game they play. Everyone just fucking sucks it right up and plays the fucking game and just doesn't care. Like, it's fucking pathetic, and I've said it a hundred times. The same shit in Roster Mania too. Actual fucking pussy league, bro. Pussy league. Hey, but, hey, yeah, but I still got paid. <sighs> damn, let's keep it pushing, eh? Damn, bro. Damn. Uh, your CDO pal. Jeez, this guy's always cooking. What placing did a rocker need to achieve to justify not making a roster move? A minimum top three, in my opinion. Mm, make it to the weekend. Top so two? I think are you I, saying what? top two, maybe? I think, you... I, think, I think they make it to... I think they get a top four. Top four, what? top six. To may, and, and maybe they don't make a so change. Like they got to they gotta make it to the weekend. Uh, are you going to say have, they need they, to win? Or they they, they have to go to the event, win, not lose a single map, and every map better be 250 to 0, 3-0, and 6-0. And if it's not that, they should make a change. We're well, talking That's, about the I placing. Mean, What's a placing that you are okay with if you're the Minnesota Rockets? First, a flaw. So if they don't place nah, first, do you want to break up? Have. No, yes. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Um, we said this about Seattle. We've said, listen, listen, we said, going in the chat. we've said this, we've said this about Seattle and they obviously overcame their adversity. And at least currently they look good. Rocker are pulling or are pulling a Seattle. They got third. What did Seattle get? They got second. They end up going to the set back home, playing their stage, getting absolutely horked on, having a shit stage, coming back next stage. Where are they at now? Right. They're like undefeated damn near or something like that. I forgot. I don't know the record, but they're, they're looking good. If they go to the event, they place well right roller coaster rockers on that roller coaster right now if they're able to achieve a a, a a good placement i'd say at least top six top four like maybe you don't consider blowing it up but at the very least you maybe consider making a change maybe like some sort yeah. of improvement because their consistency factor like like we said about seattle like bro we've said this they should consider a change too they're in the same boat they should consider a change. I don't know if they're going to make one, but dude, if they're placing top four, top six, they just had a shitty online stage. Like it is what it is. But if they go home, if they go there and get dead last again, I'm like Seattle. Here's the thing about Seattle. Seattle got pred, bro. And they got sib. They actually have these players that are consistently putting up numbers and like at least looking like they have potential rocker doesn't fucking have that they have afro sometimes but the rest of them bro like they're not putting up those numbers consistently bance yep. has bance was an anomaly bro like bance is a great player but jesus near, near enough exactly afro that's what i'm that's what i'm saying enough. they need they need an, if they don't if they don't place relatively well they definitely need another puzzle piece that's going to just like, at least help them like in the consistency factor and be be some, like elevated like i don't know change period i think i think top four Maybe they stick together, but even with like a top four placement, they should still consider maybe I, I making would, an upgrade I, I somewhere. Argue, if you're a rocker fan, you don't want them getting top four this event because it would it would it would yeah, mean like the that cycle you're saying they, it would mean there's a high chance they stick. And I think as a rocker fan, you don't want that. You want a change to happen if you're a rocker fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I. I, 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 yeah. I, I, I. It depends. But 
I think it's very. I don't think it's as black and white. We have to see how they actually perform. You know what I mean? But they definitely need a top placing for sure, or they should they should change. I mean, I I agree with the changing part for sure. If they don't perform, um, because it's just been too much. It's been just too many lost maps. They, I mean, they don't they don't have the fucking upside. Yeah, of some they of don't have the upside, and they they're they're, they're like they haven't even won a series yet in this split. They're eighth so. on points. They're eighth on points right now. Like they're like they're they went from being safe to, I mean, there's a there's a forty point gap between them and LEG right now, and. God forbid, like, one of those teams make a run and suddenly that 40-point lead is 10. Like, yeah, no, they got to be feeling the pressure. Uh, yep, and then let's hop into the final segment of the day. I hope you guys have been enjoying the show. We might do some one-offs like this where we, we, we just wanted to interact with the community a little bit more, but we've never done anything like this before. We're about to drag some of you guys into the call to see what the hell is going on. Uh, I don't know who the first one up. It looks like we got Cowboy Hat. Let's drag him in and see what he has to say. Cowboy hat, you there? Bada bing, bada zoom, bada bing, bada boom. What's good? Cowboy, that's you. You're the poet. You're the poet that's always coming in. What's up, bro? I appreciate all the support. Good to meet y'all. Good to meet y'all. Yeah, bro. Nice to meet you too, bro. Welcome. Y'all are great. Awesome. Welcome to the show, bro. How? What's your question, bro? Yeah. So I just wanted to say, since we're on the topic of rocker, I was wondering if they were to make a change, who would you replace them with realistically, and who would you bench for that person? Mm. Uh, I mean, both their subs. They're picking up. I think both both the substitutes on their team are both SMG players. So if they're trying to make a switch, that is uh, within their camp. Um, I would say Real for Bants because obviously you're not getting rid of Afro in the SMG camp because uh, Real, at least in, in, in the uh, challengers, he, he brings a very high pace and he also has that rat, that ratty play style. Um, Fame is also a good shout. He's a great submachine gun player, but he doesn't play, he doesn't play as like ratty. Um, and he plays a little bit more, pa he plays like pretty passive. And I feel like in this game, you need that sub duo to be really quick and aggressive. And I think Real would, would help in that aspect. Um, if you're just looking at their in-house, could you guys think of anybody that's like not in-house that they could grab? Mm. I mean, they're, they're, I think the, I think, yeah, Ben's inconsistent, but like, I feel like the rider, I think you got to kind of ride Ben and Afro duo. You could maybe make a two change and replace Cami and Ben, but that's basically instantly walking back. What about Standy? Players he got from Toronto. I mean, Kremp's a good example. Eli, I think we're, maybe might be down to come back. Uh, who else in challengers? I mean, Yuli's probably worth a shot. I mean, we've also seen that this org can invest in EU players. We've seen them in the past with, you just mentioned Real with challengers. Like, there are players like Abuza sitting over there in Europe. I don't know if you can get them Insta with visa issues, but if we're they've got at, a lot of potential ideas. If we're looking at assault rifle players, because um, we're obviously, well, I'm not, I'm not trying to target Bants. It's just like if we're, they're making SMG change, like they're not getting rid of Afro. He's their star. So it's kind of obvious that they would get rid of him in the SMG category if that's what they're looking to improve. But in their AR category, if they were to get rid of either Attach or Cami, who do you think would be a good fit there if they were to get an AR looking at challengers and, and anybody available? Did somebody say Doug? Who said Doug, bro? That was me. That was Cowboy. <laughs> that was Cowboy Hat. <laughs> All right, get him out the fucking call right oh, now, no, bro. <laughs> sure, you got one more? Sure, Cowboy, what's up? This one is for uh, my man Pat specifically. So I was just wondering, if Optic, if Optic were to win their home major, the next episode of The Flank, would you wear an Optic hat? Mm. Slay, if they win, and you got to make that bet. You got to place that bet, Slay. And Jersey. I guess I don't have an optic hat though. We gotta buy one. We can get, get you one. We'll get you one. We'll get you one, Pat. Yeah. If it, optic it, win it, their it, major, you gotta wear. It. I'll, I'll do it. All right, bet. 
Well, Catboy, thank you so much for hopping on. We're going to get the next person in, but it's always a pleasure having you uh, having you in the streams, bro. I always see you, bro, showing love. So just thank you so yes, much, sir. man. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great night, all right? Yes, sir. You too, Catboy. Take care. Thank you. Yeah, bro, honestly, if I'm Rocker, I'm just waiting until the end of the season, and I'm absolutely squad wiping top to bottom, coaching staff included. Yeah, I, I, I think the coaching staff conversation is one you're probably going to have at this point with the lack of Results well, outside that one it. good Bro, run at the end of the core. years, and they've been a top three paid org and uh, got one chip. Yeah, and one chip. All right, well, let's hop into the next one. We got ZCCP coming in the what? building. What's going on, Z? What's going on, Tom? How you doing? How you doing, guys? Bro, How you doing all right? Good. Yeah, doing all right, Z. You Tom, still you in Jersey, man? On? No, nah, yeah, you're good. No cameras. No, no cameras. Good. No, no cameras. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We're not doing any of the yeah, camera stuff. You're chilling. We're in Jersey. I'm in Hoboken. I'm uh, wrapping up my fourth out of fifth year in mechanical engineering, so we're doing it all right. Oh, congrats, awesome. bro. You're almost at the but end. Yeah, so, no, you, yeah, almost at the end. You guys, you know, you guys are keeping me, you know, keeping me through through everything, and, you know, I'm looking forward to this every morning. Did you, you play know, GTA Spotify. RP in Rise? No, I don't play. Nah, nah. Uh, you sound uh, like one of those cops. Are you a fed? Z? Nah, Z's no fed, man. I know Z. Absolutely not. Never, never. That's my man from uh, from Hoboken. I, Hoboken's yeah. lit, bro. I love it down there in Hoboken, it man. It's they got the bars, here. the restaurants. It's so underrated, yeah. dude. And um, my girl lives here too, and so I get to see her every day, and, and she's amazing. So, nice, you know, bro. And I, she's gotten she's gotten into this a little bit. You know, she watches it oh, yeah? sometimes. She asks me, yeah, she's getting into it. Cool. So, that's know, dope, that's bro. Cool. Well, how you doing? Yeah. Get, hit us with the question, man. What do you got for yeah. us? Yeah. Uh, so I. Uh, you know, I'm right across the border from New York, so I got to ask about New York. I I'm concerned huh? for them. I don't know if New York is like a consistency issue like Seattle because, I mean, I mean, you know the, the Rocker game, that first match was absolutely brutal. They just won that match. Right. And then they next kind of come out and they blow out Florida, and then Toronto blows them out, and they blow out Texas. And then today is like, you know, what's going on? Do you think that there's a, a consistency issue that's, you know, similar to Seattle and, and Optic? Or like, should as a New York um, fan, should we be worried moving in? I mean, I know they're second overall in the standings, but like, mm. what would you change in that camp moving forward to keep this consistency? Yeah, you know, you know. I'll start with this one, Z. I'll start with this one. I, I don't. First of all, great question. Um, I don't think New York. You should be worried about New York. To be honest with you, I, I personally, when I look at a team, I look at talent. And when I mm -hmm. see New York, I see talent from top to bottom. I think they're a very talented roster. I think that was one of the main reasons why they were able to take Major One. I don't know if there's like a major one curse. I don't know who talked about the major one curse. I think it might have been Porter. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't think that's anything you got to worry about with this team. I, I definitely think every team's going to go through their highs and lows. It's very difficult, especially in this game, to stay consistent. Um, I think it's been able to do it. Yeah, I think it, there's, it, it gets a little worrisome for a team, uh, Z, when they just can't win maps and they can't win series, right? Like a team like Minnesota... Yeah. They can't win anything right now. It's like, okay, now you're worried because they just can't win a series. Um, but with New York, I don't think you got to worry about that, man. Like, they, they got a lot of talent. Uh, even when you watch them play, like, the series they lose, it's not like they're getting blown out or getting smoked. It's just, like, little things here or there. But if anybody else wants to chime into that, um, I think you're chilling, uh, Z. I think, I think uh, New York's going to continue to do their thing. I would say, Tom, like, I, I agree with you. I think it's super hard to be consistent in this league. He's the only team that's done it. I think New York has a solid base and like the way the CDL is set up right now, there's probably six to seven really good teams. And it's just a case of who pulls up the event, plays the best, adjusts going into the weekend on things they need to work on after the first match or two, and they get it going. I think New York's capable of doing that with their coaching staff, with the players. I think they build a good system. Um, I think they have a lot of role flexibility on their team. Um, if they've got to change stuff up, I think they're they're getting a little bit more confident, a little bit better in search. So I would not be worried as a New York fan. I think your team's gonna be there, they're about all season. 
and also had champs this year as well. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. I think these guys, I at this current point in time, they're just struggling with their map pool. I think some of the maps that uh, they used to be very strong in, they continued again these series, and they haven't been able to come away with wins on them. Um, and I feel like that's probably the reason why they're looking so like up and down in series is just because, like like you said before, their S and D um, looked kind of weird going into this uh, stage, but their S and D has improved. But I think all the other game modes that they've been like consistently relying on, they're just having trouble um, closing those closing those maps out against. Some of the better teams and i mean it's just it's just it's just call of duty man it's not it's not a it's a day-to-day -day game like sometimes you come out there and you shoot well and some other days you you come out and you're flat and i think uh i think new york's in a good spot i don't i don't i'm not gonna say that these guys are just gonna win but they're they're a contender so i don't think you got anything to worry about them to be honest yeah pat should he be worried pat uh i wouldn't um i don't uh, i would only be worried if they come into major three completely flat and get like last like get double double rounded that's the only time i would start to worry i wouldn't worry right now yeah z uh stop stressing yeah. z relax a little grab, grab <laughs> yeah, a drink yeah. or something I you know take another little, shot yeah. remember you took a shot man take yeah, another shot yeah, bro i remember that we did crown yeah, royal on stream yeah, yes yeah, sir man that. yes sir bro well listen z, I, I appreciate you so much man thank you for hopping on uh, thank you for thank supporting the streams, man, and uh, and I'll catch you in the chat, bro. You have a good one. See, see you guys later. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Yes, sir. Later, Take it easy, bro. Peace out. Peace. Uh, let's get the next guy in here. Next one is going to be Blizzard. Let's see what Blizzard has to say. Blizzard, what's going on, man? Welcome to the flank. How are you, buddy? You there? Yo, I'm here. Yo, what's up, Blizzard? What's up, man? You got a question for us or what, man? Yeah, I got a question for Patrick. Okay. Yo, yo. <laughs> All right. Uh, Blizzard. Yeah. So my question is uh for Patrick. So I was gonna ask uh Pat if LAG do like anything like make any noise at all this year. Do you think the org will get any second doubts about blowing it up for the CDL team? Pat. I don't. I don't think they. You want to? Well, that was for Pat. It was for Pat. Well, Go ahead, well, Pat. I, I'm just making sure I understand. Will they get any doubts of like the org blowing up? Of like, uh, or like blowing up like their CDL spot because pretty sure that's like what the rumor oh, is. Yeah. Oh. yeah. No, I hear you. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. I think this. Uh. I think even if LAG went on to win everything, I think. Um. I. I, I think the management is just done with with esports is what it sounds like to me so mm -hmm. i think uh regardless of their performance in the cdo i think they uh they won't regret <laughs> blowing it up yeah i think the question is what happens to the spot right like are they yeah. gonna be able to find a buyer they claim they want to just get out but i don't know what the rules of their franchise agreement is i don't even know if they can actually do that without any penalties so uh ideally if they're not willing to invest would love to see someone else come in and buy that spot from them and do something else with it. Um, that would be, I think, best case scenario. Yeah, Blizzard. Nah, it was a good question. I was a little confused at first when you asked it, but yo, Blizzard, you you smoke any papaya, bro? You you smoke at all or no? Hey, y'all seen that new Valorant character, bro? That thing looks crazy, <laughs> bro. <Wow. laughs> Dude, Blizzard, are you good, bro? Are you I'm all right? Is this guy all right? All right, listen. Let's move on, bro. Let's move on. Have a good, let's have it... a good one, Blizzard. Take care, man. Bro, all right, Later, but bro. he just left the call. He just left. All right, listen. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where Vals and Gersh are finding these guys. Yeah, let's bring in another what's one. The, what's, uh, what's the new Valorant character? I don't know. <laughs> it's a character, bro. It's a character that can plant and diffuse for you. 
What? Yeah, it, it like has a little robot that can plant and diffuse for you. I swear to God. That's cheese. That's cheese. Let's move into the next question. Uh, Vonderhar Elite, what's going uh, on, man? Dude, How are you? Hey, man, what's up, man? What's going on, Vonderhar Elite? Uh, what's going on with you? You got a question for us? Yeah, I got a question for uh for Zuma, number one Optic fan. Um, so like like Optic recently replaced like a unknown player with uh with Dan Ghosty. I don't mm -hmm. know who they replaced before, but you know I, I think they call him Dan Ghosty because like you know first he got uh three would by New York and then today last map he dropped like ten kills. So do you think if Optic still had Illy like whether it's with a sniper or not he'd get maybe like eleven kills or like twelve? I mean Pat, I'll let you take this one. You think you think Illy would be a good shot if they kept Illy or what? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I personally don't think they, at least so far, have looked improved. Uh, I think they're an even team. I'm interested to see how Dan Gosey does on, on land, though. Um, but to your question, uh, Mr. Vonahar, I do think Illy would have got at least 11 kills on that Mercado. Yes. All right. And, do, uh, Pat, I have a question for you. Um, are, are your glasses, like, good luck? What do you mean? Because you haven't changed them since, like, 2012. And like 20, you still have the same glasses, so like do they <laughs> fit or? <laughs> Pat, actually. you've had the same glasses since 2012, Pat. 2019, Tom. 2019. That's not that long. Vonder Hart, thank you for joining the show, bro. You have a good day, all right, brother. All right, bye bye. <laughs> Dude, it, that was Gersh, right? Gersh, was that Gersh? Guys, I'm fucking Gersh. That's Gersh's OG. That guy's an absolute moron, bro. Podcast character right there. Let's uh, get one more in, man. We'll do one more, uh, <laughs> one more person. We got another guy right here. I bet. What's going on, man? You got a question for us? What's up, you motherfuckers? What's you going on, I bet? Do I remember you? I bet. Uh, maybe. Did I meet Bobby, you at an event? Don't you fucking day. I was on the couch. Wait, you're the guy from weekend. Boston? No way. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bro, up, no shot. You made your way back, Brian. Wait, you made your way wait, back. Were you the guy in the jersey? Was yeah, it was. This was the guy in Boston. Yeah. This is Brian. He was sitting on the couch. He was jersey, no bro. way. It's an absolute <laughs> legend. Brian, you got a question for us or are you just here to bust our balls, bro? What's going on, man? A little bit of both over here. A little bit of both. All right, uh, all right, <laughs> Brian. Give, give, give us a question, oh, bro. Can you remember my name? I love you, Tommy. Well, the, for that guy. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you were on the couch with us yeah. every day. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, and I was also being fed lots of drinks as well. So uh, oh. good times in, over in Boston. Yeah, well, it was a great times. fucking time. That was a great event. All right, Brian, go ahead, man. Uh, talk to us, man. Uh, what's your question, bro? All right, so do you guys think that Dan Ghost is going to shit the bed? Uh, me personally, I mean, I'll go first. I actually think Dan Ghosty's pretty good for that team. I feel like he's very, like, hill-oriented and hardpoint. I feel like he's more of, like, a fill-in-the-gaps, like, do-whatever-you-gotta-do to get the W type of player. He's not really the player that's just gonna shine in the slang department, you know what I mean? That's just gonna take off, but I, I also don't think they need that. When you have Bruce, Kyler, and, and Ant, like, I don't think you need, like, crazy slang power. But when you watch him play, he's, he, he's, he's, he's got good gun skill, you know? Like, he can get kills. Uh, and do what he does, but I just like that he's, to me, like, a true, like, fundamentally sound, like, understands the game, very smart player. Like, I think he brings a lot to the team. I think over time, he'll just get better with them. Like, I think the more reps they get with him, uh, the better they'll be, but what do you guys think, man? Chris, Ben, Pat, anything? I, I think... I, I, I haven't spoken a bit, but um, I think I don't think Dan's gonna play bad. Um, I just think for the majority of this team, like their success this stage has been more so on like I think Bruce and our Dashy and and Shotzi. I think Dashy hasn't played to the level that he did last uh, split. Where <laughs> this is uh, a quote from uh, 
that he was basically back to back hymns, bro. Like just over and over. Um, I think if, if, if Brandon starts to step up and play like he normally does, although like there is a degree of, you know, worry there where it's like, Oh, is, is Dan not enabling Dashy to play his best because of his play style? Who knows? But I think if Dashy can step up like he did before and he played pretty well in this last series versus phase, um, I think you're going to start to see, you know, a better a better version of optic because i i mean like i'm not gonna I'm, I, I can't sit here and be biased right dan is definitely my friend i i think highly of him but man he's a he's a smart player he's a good player um i think given if he was on a different system he might be able to shine a little bit more in the slaying department but i think he's doing what is necessary to try to like get these guys w's um whether you guys like his stats or not um he's not playing poorly it's not like he's dropping point sixes and they're useless like he's getting hill time he's contributing in the assists he's contributing contributing in the damage there are a couple like obviously he had a he had a map in that mercado where he wasn't playing very well but hey dude they got the w so you know we'll see um i think i think he's a great player so i, I don't think he's gonna shit the bed yeah, agreed uh, um good ben i would say that the only thing to look out for for dan is that if the you know he's been doing all his practice and they get to land the game plays a little bit differently you know no sound eq and again he's a gap floor in this team if people start doing some weird stuff around him he starts going like you know dropping point eight so like let's just be mindful of the context there because i can see if they're he's got a little bit chaotic and he's just trying to you know be the fourth fiddle on the team and they're just doing some random bullshit like he might be getting bad timings because that's not how they've been practicing he's to focus so. on himself a little bit more i think if anything he's he's trying too hard to kind of like be this like one dimensional like i gotta get to the hill i gotta do this like he's got to make sure that he's focused focusing on himself and when it's his his time to make a play or his time to get some kills he's got to do that like Wait, yeah. so you're saying it's okay if he's dropping a point six to point eight and as long no, as he'll he's not playing for the he's win. not in in all his matches like he maybe he had a bad map here or there but he's not dropping a point six like overall i think in most series he's so getting like a point eight point nine yeah exactly yeah. and i don't think that's and and they're not like useless like he's still like obviously in the hill and, and stuff like that and their hard points so i mean it's not ideal but at the same time he wasn't brought on that team you know to do that, I mean, shit, Tom, that. sign us up baby i think we can manage that <laughs> we can manage anything pat we could do nothing we could do anything i i want to give dan go some more time go ahead brian go ahead i was gonna do you guys think like the depression is gonna get to him over there i mean you're playing no. for optic no you're playing optic uh, you're playing wait, wait. for optic i don't think Bro, he's gonna have but I'm, I'm curious to see how the major three plays out though yeah i am curious on Probably. land we'll find out soon brian crowd yeah but, i mean i don't i don't think he has that pressure on him um simply because i mean it's not the same environment obviously with the crowd and stuff like that but he's played in a lot of high stakes matches and challengers and he obviously won the challenger uh, tournament uh, where he played not well the same, so not the same, not the same. It, it's it's not necessarily the same but at the same time it's not like this guy's like completely fucking like not used to any sort of high pressure environment it's not like he's a hamster well has like, he ever played like on a on a stage in front of a crowd at like a major event not in challengers ever is it, like, he's done it challengers and even back in the he hasn't played that long he hasn't played that long this is where his teammates am i tripping no he he played like low shit but he was like he was underage there was there was no age limit in aw could be other after aw there was though no in aw you could be any age and go to events yeah but after aw there was age gate so, wasn't even AW after it wasn't like, it it was mid aw wasn't it or was it after no AW? no it was the end aw is when he like started 
Okay. Then I was the end AW. After AW, like Black Ops 2 is the first year we had to be 18. 18 <laughs> but but play, I get but... what you're saying, Brian, because it is a different atmosphere, you know? When you're on stage with the Optic fans, right? The Green Wall, like it's, it's the biggest organization in COD when it, you know, when it comes to like the fan base, right? So mm -hmm. like, you know, we'll see. I mean, they're playing next weekend. So, you know, it, the, the pressure might actually elevate them or it might hurt them, you know? Like we'll, we'll see what happens. Sink or swim. This is where, yep, this is where you know, those first couple of series, his teammates might need to help him out, how to deal with that environment. JP might need to help him out, deal with that environment. Paige, obviously, is a manager as well. He's a go, like, help him out and just make sure he's comfortable and they kind of get into the rhythm. They're going to have that massive room. I mean, you all have been to ESA. It's going to be loud in there. The crowd's going to be cheering for them. It's going to be a lot of energy. Following that positively is key. Yeah, at least it's a positive environment. It's not like he's joining one of the most hated teams and he's like having to deal with like the pressure of going against a home crowd. Like he's got a lot of positive environment around him and he's got a good system. So um, he should be all right, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, Brian, thank you for hopping on, brother. It's always a pleasure hearing from you, my oh, man. Yo, you're going to add another fucking camera up there for me. Maybe special guest Brian. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro. Well, <laughs> one of these days we'll get you on camera, man. Uh, yeah, we didn't bring anybody on camera this this time around. I got the overlay for that. But, yo, Brian, thank you so much for the support, bro. Thank, thank you for hopping on, man. Night. And uh, yeah, keep doing your thing, bro. All right, brother. Later. Peace out, Brian. Uh, all right, guys. That's going to do it for the show today. Ben, why don't you sink us out with a little bit of a putt, man? Why don't you sink right, us out of here, bro? Get us out of here. Do what you got to Yo, do. I actually, I actually wanted to bring something up because I didn't realize this. And this is not a hateful comment at all, Tom, but it probably will be perceived that way. Mm -hmm. Did you guys know? And I, this was actually surprising to me. I'm not going to lie because we always compare orgs and stuff. Did you guys know Optic has only won two tournaments in six years? Since their world championship. And he sinks the pot. Unbelievable. From Benjay to Seam, but only two, Pat? I mean, two is better only than none. Two. There's a lot of teams that haven't won anything. I know. <laughs> only two in six years. That's crazy to me. I didn't know that. I really didn't know that. That was surprising when this I saw that. What was, what was the stat? Uh, Optics only won two tournaments in six years since they won uh, their world bro, championship in IW. Yeah, okay, yo, yo, Chris, but, uh, well, Pat, just, Pat just, hates Optics, bro. He hates oh, Optics, dude. I was yeah, hold on. I just to be fair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I turned him out. They, I didn't they hear won, anything you said just now. Okay, okay. Oh, dude, so they won, crazy. They won one like, in Black Ops 4. Uh, I mean, bro, we got to be careful. Like, they won one in Black Ops 4. And they like, everything broke apart. Well, everything broke apart in fucking Model for 2019. I would say that Huntsman did win a home series. So if we're going to fucking the, count the, that. Those home series? Come on. That's not a tournament. Bro, that was the lands they had this year. Were you just going to count fucking champs that didn't happen? <laughs> Get me a those fucking not, break, not dude. Events. Yeah, they not were dumbass event concepts, but there were eight fucking teams there, and they won. No, they, they weren't events. FaZe wasn't there when they won. Anyway, uh, going on to your point, though, Ben, two and six years <laughs> is crazy. For the level of talent, level of break. money spent, <laughs> players they've had, two and six is crazy, but... All right, listen, let's end it there, man. We had a long show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Did you guys enjoy uh, the, the community interaction today? Did you guys like this? We might do this a little bit more often, maybe once a week or something. Um, you know, maybe we can even do some off shows during the week. But I, I do hope you guys enjoyed. And thank you so much to everybody who uh, submitted questions and, uh, and participated in this. Uh, make sure to keep those questions going, man, both on, on uh, Twitter, on YouTube. We're going to be paying close attention. I saw a comment once on YouTube. Somebody says that Tommy never reads the comments. I read the comments on every single video. I always see uh, what you guys are saying. So anything you want us to discuss, anything you want to talk about, you can always ask uh, questions there. And then, uh, yeah, the burger of the week we might save uh, for, the, for the major. I think I might save that one for the major. We'll do a burger of the week 
<laughs> for the major and uh you know maybe we'll pick somebody out somebody who made a like a, a a bad play or something but um yeah we'll see we'll see what happens but i really appreciate everybody who tuned in shout out to benjite for sinking a putt too ben great sink over there great putt but guys as always make sure to like comment subscribe if you're watching on youtube anchor.fm slash the flank to check out all the audio say so we're on and go follow at the flank on twitter gersh doing a phenomenal job running socials over there man take care brush your hair and we'll see you guys next time on another episode of the flank man we'll see you guys at the major man peace out